Yeah, we booking now. Welcome to Book It, a wrestling podcast where we book and revisit your favorite wrestling storylines. I'm your commissioner, High Five Mike, and today I'm your GM's Damone, D-Money Allen. I'm the star of Kenny's show. The bad guy, Kenny. Black Power. And that's that's it. That's all we have right now. Hopefully Lil Fudd shows up to, his, to, to work. That'd be great. We don't pay him not to show up. We also don't pay him to show up. Uh, <laughs> we don't pay him at all. We don't pay him at all. <laughs> Um, but this week we are going to continue on with the first round of book adverse four with the bad guy, Kenny's promotion. Um, so I'm going to throw it over to Kenny. He's going to up first. He's going to update us with all the scores. Cause we did have, um, Travis put in his score for the, for John's show, which he was very generous uh, which very I'd like generous. to hear what Kenny says about those he scores. Generous. He was very generous. He was way more generous than you. Um, to me or Damone? To Damone. He was way more generous Everybody than Damone. Everybody was more generous than you, <laughs> Kenny, you hated it. You did think it was awful. Um, but so we're going to get those scores updated, and then we're just going to throw it over to Kenny. He's going to start his show. So, Kenny, go ahead. Okay. So, um, Travis scored his his a five, a four and a half, three and a half, a four, a four, a five, a four and a half, and a five, making his total uh four point four four. That is, is wild. Fucking ludicrous. Not even the good that's, way. That's what I said. That's wild. So it turned his two point three seven into a two point eight nine. So wow, yeah. that did not do anything. No, 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 it did. No, it did. No, it, it, it went from a 2.3 2, to 2.89, 2. 2. right, but it's still not over 3, so I don't give a shit. No, but that's still half that's still 50 it's, cents. It's still, still a big mid. jump. That's a that's a big jump. <laughs> that's going from like really that's going from one of the worst shows ever to just meh. Yeah, like <laughs> He's got we've got time. We've got time. No, it's, I I actually look forward to John I, I think John's going to have some sort of wake-up call with all the feedback he got. Or he's not, and it's going to get worse. It is bad. And by worse, you mean better. No, Demo, which, there is a chance it can absolutely get worse. It isn't very much better it can get because it was great. It was a masterpiece. Mm. You guys are just haters. All right. I'm, I'm going to get you're, on to my now you're being <laughs> now, you're, now you're just being... <laughs> Crazy to be crazy because Somebody's I, I you didn't John. rate it that that high. You're rating it like it's the best get, show ever. It was not. You did gave not it like it a three high. point something. Right. He gave it you're a three point five three. He gave it a three. You're at, but he's he's talking like he gave it a he gave it fucking four point eight nine. A three point five is still high at a five. <laughs> like <laughs> that's still high. It depends on what scale you're looking at. Dude, that's still high. <laughs> You gave um, it a 3.5. I gave it a 1.03. I was like, this is not It hitting. was mid. Overall, I thought it was mid. I thought it was mid-mid. All right, bad guy, tell us about your show. Okay. So this is Black-Owned Alliance, and it's an all-black show. Is it all pronounced Boa? Like, I'm going to go watch some Boa? Boa. 
This is BOA. That's what we call it. It's BOA. And it is uh, it is a boa constrictor as the logo. Um, so, yeah. But um, we'll get to the show. And our show is called Survival of the Fittest. So Pyro's going off and the camera pans around the arena to screaming fans. We hear Byron Saxton say, welcome to BOA, where we have a sellout crowd here. I'm here with my, co- my co-color commentators, Mark Henry and Two Cold Scorpio. The crowd is going crazy as we see the spotlight go to the middle of the ring. And we see Teddy Long in the middle of the ring nodding his head with a microphone in his hand dressed in a navy blue suit. Wait, sorry Time. to interrupt you, but why did you pick Two Cold Scorpio, who isn't a good talker? To be your commentator. Oh, he was he's he's real. He talks that shit here. He talks that shit here. And remember, uh Montez so Ford. So suddenly he career. just knows how to talk. He just he's just a slick talker. He's like how Booker T is. Like he, he brings he brings some uh brings that uh that extra flavor to the show. <laughs> so um Teddy Long is in the middle of the ring, not in so his head. You didn't know what to do with him. Is that what it is? You said no, 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 no. There's a reason why he's in there. He's <laughs> So he nods his head uh, with the microphone in his hand, dressed in navy blue suit. He says, time waits for no man. I came from a league where I wasn't respected. No more holla, holla, hollas. I didn't want to do that, but it was their plan. It was their motives. It was their nature, boy. Racism, stereotypes, pandering to their big white heavyweights. But I see things from a glass half full perspective. I didn't get mad. I got even. See, I have come up with a league, a league where the original man gets to shine, an all-black league, a kingdom. America was made off the backs of our people, black people. We are the heart and soul of this country. So not only are we giving back, we are getting our just due. All black champions, all black tag teams, black managers, black commentators, black men, black women, black staff, all black everything. The crowd's cheering more and more as he's listing these off. This company is here so you can lay your crown. Here we have respectable world champions that don't eventually lose their belt to Brock Lesnar. If Brock was here, he would be DOA at BOA. I pitched this idea years ago, and you know what they told me? You know what they had the nerve to say? The audacity? I'm no Vince McMahon. I'm no Paul Heyman. I'm no Eric Bischoff. I'm no Jeff Jarrett. You're right. I'm not any of them. I'm theater along. Here, we will not be silenced. This is survival of the fittest where you always bet on black. We run this shit. This is Black-owned alliance. And the crowd's chant, B-O-A, B-O-A. No more holding us back. We see right through you other companies. B-O-A will prevail. He puts up a fist as the crowd goes up, does it along with him. The camera zooms in and he, as he says, and we will be heard. And that's how the show starts. So you can go ahead and rate that. So the only thing that I can think of is I'm hoping at the whole end of this is a reveal that it's actually all owned like, <laughs> oh, by like a white person. BET is by a white person. Oh, no. no. <laughs> by a white conglomerate. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't want to all black everything it, up here. It's just owned by Elon Musk. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like that. Yeah. I, I, I would. I, I think it would be funny. I'm not saying do it, but oh no, I'm not. I'm not doing that. <laughs> uh, um, when does the white boy challenge start? No, we don't do that. We, we don't do that here. <laughs> no thugging and bugging. No, no, nope, none of that. Um, 
I'm gonna give you a four. I think it was pretty solid. Like it wasn't anything like overwhelming or anything, but it was solid. I'll give you a four. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't want to go. I didn't want to go racist. I was just wanted to go pro black. That was it. We... Well, as soon as I say pro black, here goes John. <laughs> What's up, buddy? In the cowboy hat. That's what I'm saying. Southern X white man's filling hey, in today. Hey, hey John, mm. is your mic is your microphone on? Yep, I think. Yeah, sure, because you sound pretty echoey. Anyway, so we're gonna you figure that out, and we're gonna go ahead and uh, rate this. So Demon gave him a four. I think it got your point across. I liked the writing. I thought it was it was uh, got everything across. I think that you gave it better than Teddy Long would have actually given it. Um, He's supposed to be younger here. He's not supposed to be. An old, old ass man. He's supposed to be like this. Yeah, like, you say that, but then I think of younger Teddy Long as a referee. So he still feels like an old ass. Right, man. he's always an old ass man. So, <laughs> well, I give it a zero. I just, I'm just saying, like he's not. It's not now. It's like probably like 2000, like four ish, five ish. Right, that's old. still all. He's still old. I don't know. No, 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 you're he's not. Old, he's still he's old. old. He's now. It's right. It's now. he's honestly probably worse than he is. Um, later on, uh, that being said, I, I, th- I still liked it. I'm going to go ahead and, and give it a four and a quarter. Four and a quarter. Thanks. Thanks. John, okay. you're going to have to go back and re-listen to it. Yeah. It's just the, you just, you just missed the first, you just missed the you first. You just segment. missed it. Okay. This is the first segment. So just one match to go back and hate on. That's fine. Oh no. You're going to be doing this the whole show. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> oh, you ain't gonna. So uh, the show. Are you in a different room? No, it's a different part of the room. It's echo. Am I the only one thinking it's echo ear? Echo ear. Demone, you're you're muted. He sounds kind of far away. Okay, so we're gonna uh, go ahead and go to your second match. Okay. So the show opens up. We see several pairs of shades on the table. We see the ones in the back get picked up and put on Carmelo. How do I look? He smiles, and we see the grill. Malcolm Bivens says, ooh, never better, King, never better. Melo smiles and says, well, who we got tonight? He's in the mirror looking at himself as he puts his chain on. And as Malcolm says, some punk named Kane Carter, but he ain't got nothing on you. He ain't got nothing on the rookie of the year. Melo says, mm-mm, he don't. Then he looks up, then he looks uh, underneath his glasses and says, let's eat this food. He comes out and is in all black. We see the shine from his jewelry as he comes out to Glock in my lap by 21 Savage. And Malcolm is acting like uh, he's blinded by the from the shine of the, uh, of the jewelry. He's like, oh, man. And he's like laughing. He's dusting his shoulders off. And Melo walks up the ramp. He gets in the ring and puts his arms out. And Kane Carter's in the corner adjusting his knee brace. Carmelo Hayes beats Kane Carter in quick fashion as he finishes with the suplex cutter and then pins for the win. The ref lifts his arm up and he rips it away. Later on that night, uh, the crowd cheers as DJ Quick's Tonight plays. And Jay Lethal comes out. And they uh, don't know who he was making him return uh, to wrestling. He says, yeah, what's good, Detroit? I need y'all to settle down for just a second. I ain't got too much time. Crowd's getting, crowd gets even louder. I'm feeling the love. I'm feeling the love. But I ain't going to take up too much of your time, so I'm going to make this quick. Now, it's been a while since I wrestled. Six years, exactly. Now, six years ago, I made a promise to my sister, a promise to retain my U.S. championship. The last thing she saw before she went is me losing said title when I was in Japan. I made a vow to get it back. So I got to get it back. I plan on moving through this whole division if I have to to get that title back on my waist. I know it's for a different company now, but let me tell y'all something. I am happy to be here with my people. So when I go out there, I'm just, I'm not just doing it for her. 
I'm doing. I'm not just doing it for me. I want to give y'all one last run as a United States champion and show y'all I still got it. The crowd hears, but the crowd quickly um, turns the booze um, as Glock and Marlott plays and Malcolm Bivens and, Me and Melo comes out. One last run, huh? Nobody wants to see your old ass go through the motions. Let's be real. You don't have it anymore. See, you being on my show, it feels like you want my spot. You want my spot? Want my spot, huh? Like Eddie Kane said, well, you ain't got it. The crowd boos as he laughs at him. He walks off and stops in his track looking down. We get a flashback of him in the ring after a match with Odyssey Jones and a tryout for DPW's Who's Got Next. As the final judge, Stevie Ray tells him, you're not ready, Hayes. It's not a no. It's a not yet. You can try again next year. We come back to present time. He smirks and finishes walking out as Bivens is yelling at people in the crowd. Week two, um, the show starts with, hello, everyone. I'm Byron Saxton. I'm standing here with Chad Gaspard's wife and Theodore Long. And I'll be glad to welcome you to the tournament for our dear brother, our hero. Moment of silence for Chad Gaspard. Now, I do want to thank you all for your support. I mentioned we are having a tournament. The winner of said tournament will be getting a shot at BOA's United States Championship and will be given a quarter of a million dollars. Our 16 contestants have been handpicked by myself and the general manager, Theodore Long. Compiled of up-and-coming wrestlers, veterans, and legends. These matches will happen over the next couple pay-per-views with the winner of the tournament going against the United States, United States champion at Warzone. Who will be the number one contender? The crowd cheers as they exit the ring. We get a flashback of Jay Lethal in the, um, leaving an arena in Japan, getting a call, getting getting in the car and getting a call. He yells, "No, I have to see her!" He busts the doors open, and he sees the sister laying, laying there, and he collapses to his knees near the bed. He grabs the bed, shaking, starts to get teary eyed. He gets up and grabs her, and uh, pulls her in, crying into her shoulder. His brother says, "It's okay. Let it out. Let it out. You were always her favorite brother. She knew you would do big things. See." I hated you growing up. I picked on you and picked on you because I knew you were destined for great things. But she did the opposite. She loved you. She loved you. And I, and I couldn't stand to see it. If I could do it all over again, I would. See, I didn't do anything right. I didn't do any of it right. But she did. She spent every waking breath making sure you were supported. She watched you on that screen and never missed an episode. So you do right by her. Not by me, but you do right by her. I know that was your last mess, but you keep going on in her memory. You do this for her. And when you go out there, remember, she's always by your side. She's always with us. We cut back to the present day, present day, and Jay Lethal comes out determined in his interest as tonight plays. Applying the last bit of wrist tape, AC Mack comes out hype as Lethal stares him down. The bell rings, and Lethal's taking out his legs. It's a rough back-and-forth match with Lethal wearing his legs down and hits a uh, lethal combination and climbs the top rope and looks up at the sky as the crowd cheers, and he delivers a flying elbow drop and hooks the leg for the pin and the win. Um, the crowd is cheering like crazy on his first match back, not missing a beat. Later that night, Melo comes out with his glasses on as Bivens is hyping him up. And when the ref is, uh, puts his hand up to take his glasses, Melo yells out, nah, I can beat him with the glasses on. The crowd's like, oh, like they they getting hype off this. As uh, Stonewall Remsen pissed off, comes at him. But Melo hits him with a kitchen sink. He makes quick work of him and finishes with the running springboard leg drop that he calls the fadeaway. He pins for the one, two, three as the crowd boos. He rolls over and kips up. Malcolm Bivens is ringside clapping underneath him. He yells, whoa, that's a bad boy right there. Mello leans over the ropes, looking to the camera and yells, you never see a you never seen a rookie as good as me, have you? Bask in it. I'm taking over this bitch. I will be champ. The crowd boos as they exit. Week three, it is announced that Jay Lethal will be going against Mello Hayes in the tournament over commentary as Hayes beats TKO Joe in quick fashion as well. Ending the match with the... Um, with a stiff half Nelson suplex, and as Joe is on the ground favoring his neck, 
Hayes Hayes uh, climbs the turnbuckle and disrespects Jay Lethal by doing the Macho Man taunt. He's like, they're doing this shit. And does a diving elbow drop and covers him for the one, two, three. So week four, we see Jay Lethal sitting there and his leg bouncing as we um, as we hear, I'm here to see, I'm here to see Michaela, one visitor at a time. Then the voices say, So you do right by her. Not by me, but you do right by her. I know this was your last match, but you keep on going in her memory. You do this for her. And when you go out there, remember, she's always by your side. She'll always be with us. Hayes has a very competitive match against Scorpio Sky. And Hayes wins with the schoolboy and his feet on the ropes for the win. Lethal comes out and says, congratulations, you finally beat a name, not local talent. And Hayes puts on his glasses and says, meanwhile, you had, what, one match in that in all, in all that time? Lethal gets in his face and says, my one match is better than all those squash matches you just had. I'm getting older now, Melo. I can't do it at the same level I once did. I'm a, I'm a step slower, but I got one thing you don't have, Melo, and that's heart. That's why you're going to lose Sunday. See, you're bragging because you finally won against a serious competitor for once. I mean, if you call that a win, it looked like luck to me. Hayes says, we make our own luck. What I what I did was talent, and I can prove it again. And you over there talking about heart business in the 70s. You know who I am? I'm the rookie of the year, old man. You had your time. It's my time now. They see me and already consider me a legend. MJ, Brady, Walter Payton. You're a legend, too. You're like Bigfoot, Loch Ness Monster. There's too many questions. Your career's a myth. They consider you a legend, but tell me what have you done for real? What have you done for this culture, huh? What have you done, Haslam? We don't check for you. You're going to be just another old-ass man I whoop up on. The crazy thing is, if you're this big legend, how come little old me is going against you, huh? No matter what, all roads end with me. Like, it's sad. And all the last and, and all the last thing your sister saw was you being a loser. But let's be real. I'm the best in the world. You doing this shit in her honor? We all have our reasons for being in this tournament. No sob story is going to make me feel sorry for you. I will be the champ, and you can believe that, partner. And Letha laughs and then says, you beating me sounds crazy, don't you, young blood? Hard work beats talent. You're still young. You'll realize that. Hey, says, hard work, huh? Listen to me, old man. Genius sounds like insanity at first. Give it time. What you want me to say, huh? That I looked up to you? That you were my hero? Now my inspiration becomes my competition? If I got to take you out to become champ, then so be it. Nigga, hell no. You ain't shit, and you ain't never going to be shit until I say so. So Finally, the book universe N-word. Oh, yeah. You got to get the N-word there. <laughs> until I say so. See, tonight, when y'all leave and get back in your car, you're going to know who I am. Lethal shakes his head and says, you're in over your head. You better get humble. See, they're calling you the rookie of the year, but I'm the one they naming the award after. I won't be here too much longer, but who am I supposed to pass the torch to? I'm supposed to pass it to you? Oh, no. Wrestling isn't dying on my watch. So to you and your yes, man, it's going to get lethal. Because Sunday, I'm going to put you down like a broke dick dog. And the crowd tears as they get into each other's faces. And uh, they start talking the best. Like, you can't really hear them, but you can just see they're talking best to each other. And lethal gets on the mic one last time and says, now leave the ring. I got a match to do. And then uh, Lethal stays in the ring as Melo's like, like smiling, like nodding his head. And he gets into a great match with Willie Mack, ending with a lethal combination that gets him the win. So now it's the night of the pay-per-view, and Lethal has his head in his fist against the lockers. He's like this, like, like getting ready, then pushes off as he walks out to a roaring crowd as tonight by DJ Quick Plays. There's a white background, and as he's walking, you see a colored, like, graffiti graphic uh, going behind him, following behind him, uh, covering everything behind him. And he's walking out there. He has the American flag tights and the uh, white vest. He walks out, high-fiving the crowd, puts his arm up when he gets up on the turnbuckle. And uh, Malcolm Bivens and Melo comes out as 21 Savage comes out with him, and he wraps Glock in my lap, lasers and pyro going off as Melo's wearing black trunks and gold trim. As, as Malcolm, Bivens, Malcolm Bivens walks out talking shit to the camera about how good Melo is. So the match starts. We got a collar and elbow tie-up. Melo backs lethal into the corner. The, the ref gets in between them, 
and Melo backs up with his hands up, then kicks him in his left knee. Lethal uh, favors the knee immediately. There's some back and forth action until Melo faints a uh, uh, back chop and Lethal goes to block, but Melo uses the fake to kick the left knee again. And uh, Lethal does a hip toss and does a cartwheel and hits a drop kick while Melo is seated. Um, while Melo is leaned over the middle rope, Lethal uh, puts the knee on his back, chokes him with his own chain um, as the ref counts, and Lethal lets go. As Melo's trying to reg- uh, regather his breath, Lethal yells, get up, as Melo slowly gets up, and then he hits uh, hits him with a uh, step-up enziguri. Lethal hits a half-Nelson suplex. Melo hits a running step-up enziguri that drops uh, Lethal to a knee. At one point, uh, Lethal hits a suicide dive. Uh, ringside, Lethal hits a belly-to-belly. Lethal does a running powerbomb to the steel post as the crowd winces in pain. And Lethal goes to Iris whip him into the steps, but Melo uh, reverses and Iris whips him, driving the Lethal knee, um, driving Lethal's knee first into it. Yeah, driving Lethal knee first into it. Uh, Melo kicks that left knee again, and when Lethal drops to that knee, he does a uh, running head scissors into a bulldog. Melo does a slingshot DDT to Lethal on the apron. Uh, Melo has Lethal on the top rope while standing. He does a gourd buster into a cutter. He goes for the pin. One, two, Lethal kicks out. Uh, Lethal tries to shoulder block Melo through the, uh, through the ropes, but uh, Melo evades, does a jumping uh, scissors kick that has Lethal's body looking contorted, landing on the apron. Uh, Melo hits the fadeaway, which is that running springboard leg drop. And then uh, Lethal hits a lethal combination. Then gets on the top rope and calls for the elbow drop. The crowd goes crazy as Lethal soars through the air. Car- Carmelo kips up and does a super kick as Lethal is in the air and uh, goes limp. Melo covers him for the one, two, three. And the crowd is booing like crazy as he uh, continues to lay on. Bivens gets in the ring and is hugging him, hugging him. He's like, yes, that's my champ. He gets up and Malcolm Bivens is hyped and pulls a hat out from his jacket with a snake face on the hat. And Malcolm gets on the mic and says, with the first pick of the draft, BOA selects the realest nigga in the room. The crowd's booing. The king of drop, the rookie of the year, Kelanova, Carmelo, Hollywood, Hayes. And he puts he puts the hat on him and the and the um and he's looking at him, just idolizing um, Hayes. And the crowd is booing like crazy at this point. And Hayes is smirking while being held. And he keeps doing the signal like, Yo, you were this close. Like, you're this close. Keeps doing that. And once they leave the ring, Lethal sits there with his arms over his knees like, like this. And um, as the crowd cheers and chants, you still got it. He gets up and gives the fans their praise as he nods his head and gives the palm approval. Does like this thing before leaving the ring himself. Okay. I just have one question. I just want to double check. So you did a couple like um, flashbacks. I'm assuming it's like it's kind of like a cinematic thing, right? Yeah, okay, so with this show, like this show is not live. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that this show is not live. So there is gonna be some spots where they go, they flashback, they bring up certain things, like there's certain like things. like, so it's, like it's kind of like, like kind of like Lucha Underground, pretty much. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like a movie for you, which I like. I think that's really creative. I'm gonna, gonna be honest. I really, I really like this. Um, and I think the right person won. Okay. Um, because I think you can get more sympathy out of you can drag more sympathy out of Lethal not winning his first match and yeah. like pushing Hayes as this cocky asshole. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give you a five. I really like this one, John. I don't know if we're allowed to watch this. What? Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kenny said it's not on BET, so we're still laughing. Well, I think. Uh, 
I think you're less allowed to watch it than I am right now. It's on yeah, UPN at this, at this moment. I mean, I like UPN. I I watch UPN. <laughs> oh my gosh, I like UPN. What? <laughs> I did. I watched UPN all the time. I didn't know that it was a not thing. a day of UPN. <laughs> you're not gonna catch one on one before WB. <laughs> He's going to watch Yu-Gi-Oh! on WB, kids. Um, hey, Static Shock was on there, though. I, I'll, I'll be honest. I was having a hard time picturing and keeping up. I I can't. I don't know what it was, but at some point I got lost. Um, it wasn't your fault. I just, I, it was one point it was hard for me to follow. Um Overall, I'm I'm gonna go with a three and a half. Okay. Um, I thought most of that was pretty good. There was a few corny bars in there where I'm like, ah, that one didn't quite land. Um, but the the the, the dickless dog probably is what well, kept you from getting a five and a half. For me, for me it was let's eat this food. <laughs> well, that's not well. That's how some people like when they like. Like the athletes they talk about, let's eat this food. Like they talk about, like when they go, like yeah. go for a fight or go for a match, they just, they, they consider it food. Me go getting ready for din din. <laughs> let's eat this food. Um, but for the most part, it was good. I thought you made Jay Lethal a believable baby face, um, which is a pretty hard thing to do in today's day and age. <laughs> um, so did you really have a sister that died, or did you make? No, that I made that whole shit up. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, wait till the sheets find out about that. <laughs> yeah, I made all this up. This is just this is about as real as Shelton Benjamin's mom. <laughs> Meltzer about to have some shit to say. <laughs> no, um, no, we're not we're not Japan, so I'm not getting that five from him. I'm gonna give this a four. Four? Okay. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. So um just gonna start off crazy. So we hear vomiting. We see the outside of it. <laughs> sound crazy. So I, we I I'm not contracted to your show. <laughs> so we hear vomiting. <laughs> we see the outside of a prestigious developmental wrestling company by the name of Next Up. Next Up Wrestling, as more vomiting is heard. Malik Blade his head is in the toilet as he throw, as he's throwing up as uh, Idris Anofe is com- um, comfor- comforting him. He tells him, I know you're nervous. All the greats have gone through this. This is just step one of the process. We're going to go out there and show out. And we're going to kill it. Malik Weissmother says, thanks, man. You're my partner in crown. Two king shit and Boosie for life. He goes to dap him up. And Nofi says, let's wash our hands first. Um, Idris Idr- Idr- and Nofi. Pause real quick. Uh, Go ahead. I, first, I thought you were about to be like, it don't smell that bad. Come on. <laughs> 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 no. <Nah. laughs> so Idris and Nofi and uh, Malik Blade get ready and come out. And coaches Slick Wagner and Les- uh, Lester Spite are uh, Lester Spate are calling people to get in the ring to do some grappling drills. Idris and Malik uh, finally get in and wrestle Percy Watson and Maven. They finish their scrimmage match, and Coach Spate um, says, good session, guys. Hit the showers. Wait, As they're all leaving, and Boosie is, are – uh, uh, Is Maven black? Yeah, they consider him black, yeah. Really? <laughs> like, I look it up. Definitely, definitely I, I didn't know what race he was at all. I, like, I didn't either. I looked up and said, it's an African-American wrestler. I, I was, was I'm pretty sure he's mixed. <laughs> I thought that man was like Guam or something. Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, they say he's black. I looked up African American wrestlers. He was in there. I said, bet. I said, I've always liked Maven. Sorry, I, I keep interrupting. Continue. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, so after all leaving, um, and Boosie are still in the ring tired. Top flight walk in, and Dante says, Whoa, 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 what do we have here? This is who you're training now? This is the future? Oh no, this is all wrong. And Darius says, This can't be our comp. 
They get in the ring, and Darius says, come on, boys, show me what you learned today. Coach Rogan says, well, wait a minute. You're not about to come in here. And Malik says, I got it, Coach. I got it. We'll face him. And Dante says, yeah, Coach, he got it. So they wrestle and top flight are real aggressive with them, throwing them down on the ground real hard, picking apart uh, body parts, stomping on limbs while they're on the ground. It ends when Malik is on the ground and Darius is standing on his hand as Malik is hollering out in pain. He just um, he can't do anything because he's in a rear naked choke at the same time. He's slowly fading out, but still reaching out as Malik is screaming. And Darius says, well, what do you know? They're armed. And then he stomps right on his elbow and uh, hyperextending it. And he's screaming as Darius says, oh, don't get all bent out of shape. And he's screaming as the coach jumped, jumped in and uh, Top Flight scurry away. So now um, next next week, Top Flight are in the ring and they go against the Headhunters. And they're too quick for them. And the Headhunters take a loss. Top Flight smirk as they um, hold their titles up. Week three, Top Flight are in the ring. And we hear Darius say, Top Flight is nothing to be played with. Listen, we have been going through the Indies, beating well-known team after well-known team. The greatest tag team in the United States want to know who is willing to step up. We want the best you have to offer. Darius interrupts and says, I don't know if they have anything to offer here. We are certainly the most gifted tag team in professional wrestling. So who knows if we, we hear Filmy Flow by Naughty by Nature play and Ibushi come out and get in the ring and they stare Top Flight down. Dante looks Idris in the face, disgusted, and says, tell me this is a joke. Is this a joke? What is this? Ruthless aggression? Is this is that what this is? Your ruthless aggression speech? That's how this works? This is real life? We all play our, we all play our positions. So, know yours. Darius says, who the hell are you two? Malik pissed off, goes to charge, but Idris stops him. We see the elbow brace on Malik as well. Malik says, know my position, huh? I already do. I should punch you in your smug. I should punch you in your smug face. See, we're going in. We're going a different bag. You think you can go come to our world and you're gonna survive? You must be stupid. Dante says, "Oh, we're the stupid ones. You Africans named yourself Mbusi. What the hell is that anyway?" Idris says, "Mbusi means goats." And Top Flight cracks up laughing at them. At them, Dante says, "I do remember y'all. I remember you messing your elbow up." Mbusi means goat, huh? Crazy how the goats. We're afraid to bump heads that day. And Darius says, nah, I got this. They need to hear this. We ain't on our pedestal. Neither of you. Face it. So do the smart thing and walk away before we hurt you again. Malik puts the mic to his mouth and um, gets in his face and says, you may have messed up my arm, but let's be honest. You had to get us what we were just got done training. Tired as mess. I don't blame you, though. I blame y'all's punk ass daddy. Hey, dad, congrats on raising, congrats on raising two soft ass wrestlers. He just comes in and says, wild how y'all put yourselves on a pedestal, but it looks more like a step stool. Malik says, hey, Darius, you tested positive for being a bitch. He just uh, says, forget all, the, forget all the jokes and whatnot. I'm doubling down on everything I'm saying and going all in. So, yeah, y'all better come prepared. Just keep those titles warm for us, okay? We'll be back. They walk off as top flight smirked at what they have just witnessed. Dante says, think you got the last laugh, huh? How about this? We'll give you a shot at the titles. But let's see how well you do with an even bigger step stool. How about a ladder match? Darius says, try climbing now with one arm. In week four, um, Mbusi have a match and gets the headhunters. And Idris is taking most of the beating while Malik is trying to take it easy because of his elbow. At the end of the match, Malik charges up and is taking out both of them. and does a tope, tope atomico to one of the members outside of the ring. And as Idris hits a senton bomb at the same time on his opponent. He pins for the win as the crowd cheers. Then we right here by DMX plays and Top Flight comes out with their belts. And um, Mbusi stares them down from the ring. Uh, Malik smiles and takes the elbow brace off and just drops it as the crowd cheers. He nods his head looking at him and as the, as the image standing there, um, as the image of them standing there has the crowd going crazy. So feel me flow. So now we're at the event. 
Feel Me Flow by Naughty by Nature plays, and then Boosie um, come out in green tights with yellow and black designs. They're dapping people up in the crowd, vibing to the music. Then uh, We Right Here by DMX plays, and Top Flight come out nodding their heads, staring down at Boosie in blue tights with white designs. The ref raises the BOA world, title, world Tag Team belts as the crowd cheers. So the match starts. They all run out of the ring immediately and grab a ladder and slide back in. They all try to hit each other, and they're blocking each other with ladders until Dante Martin runs, runs into both Idris and Malik Blade with his ladder, and they, and they both drop. And then um, Dante sets up a ladder, um, bridging the um, bridging it on the apron and the barricade. At one point, Darius does a running bulldog on Aegis while while doing a running DDT to Malik at the same time. Blade lands a stiff drop kick on Dante that we get several replays of. Um, Blade does a tope con hilo, but gets caught by Dante. He leaves his like he leaves his like torso hanging down, and Aegis spots this and does a suicide dive to dr- to drive them all into the barricade. Uh, Blade lifts Dante into a wheelbarrow as high as he can, and Idris does a springboard cutter as the crowd groans at the impact of him hitting the mat. Um, Dante does a uh, goes for a tornado DDT on Idris, but Idris uses a bail toss. I don't know if it's bail toss or bail toss. I think it's bail toss. And goes in, uh, goes to the other corner as the crowd is amazed by how far he went from the toss. Darius is resting in the corner. Idris runs and does a monkey flip, but Darius lands on his feet, and he's kind of doing this thing like, no, no, no. And then he quickly runs up a couple of rungs on the ladder and hits a moonsault on um, Idris. And Boosie both um, get an arm from Darius, and they both do a half Nelson suplex on him at the same time. Um, Idris hits a buckle bomb on Dante when Dante falls and uh, falls and rolls over. Idris does a jumping tuck moonsault leg drop. Um, Dante is laying, uh, laying on the ladder. Idris sprints to the ropes and does a running, th- ro- sorry, a rolling thunder jumping 450 splash. If the crowd uh, goes crazy. They both are favoring different body parts of the crowd is going crazy. Um, Darius helicopters the ladder, then gets speared by both members of Mbusi. He is on the ground favoring his neck. Two ladders are up. Um, Blade and Darius are fighting on top of the ladder. Dante and Malik are fighting on, fighting on the other. Darius gets hit with a, gets hit with a haymaker and starts to fall, starts to fall backwards. But one leg is caught and he ends up in a tree of woe on the ladder. Blade climbs the, climbs the top of the ladder, and uh, the crowd's on their feet. He jumps off and does a foot stamp on him as he um, as he's laid out now at this point. Enofe elbows Dante off the ladder, and Dante flies off and lands on that ladder that was bridged on the apron and barricade earlier in the match. As the crowd winces, he uh, breaks the ladder in half. The crowd chants, holy shit, holy shit, and Enofe's looking down in shock. And then Enofe looks up as the crowd's cheering. He pulls both belts down as the crowd cheer even louder uh, Malik gets up there with them and they share the ladder getting hype, raising the belts together as the crowd cheer them on. That's it. Hey, some of the promo work was a little corny. Yeah. Um, you just positive <laughs> for being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I knew y'all would like that. I knew y'all would like that shit. I was like, I was like, well, I was like, whether it's good or bad, they go, they're going to pop that. <laughs> It, yeah, it, like top flight is heels is. Eh. I don't like that either. I like. I think they're natural baby faces. Yeah, I think they're better as baby faces, okay. and especially with them doing like the pretty corny promos and stuff. Um, I think the match was good. I'm gonna give it a three point five. Three point five. Okay. Um, um oh, go ahead. I'm just gonna go with a solid mid three. Um, there wasn't anything like horrible about it, but there was some things that was like corny and not perfect about it. Well, okay. it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> well, some things have been perfect. No, no, some things we 
No. Um, a a Lincoln was perfect. That got a five fifty. <laughs> um. No, it, there could have been some work there. I mean, we just. All right. Mike can't just give me credit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 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 at a three and a quarter. Mike is not a credit <laughs> union. <laughs> you do not be giving that shit out. Okay, so um, next part, uh, we see Athena's uh, seen washing her face. You can tell she just woke up. She takes a deep look in the mirror and starts brushing her teeth. She spits. She looks up in the mirror and looking at the bags of her eye, bags in her eyes. She clearly isn't getting enough sleep. She switches out of her pajamas and, and showers. The angle is at her feet as she's seen putting on her clothes. She yawns and walks down the hallway. A bloody Savannah Evans can be seen knocked out in the back in the background, tied to a chair with duct tape on her mouth in a room. Ember walks down the stairs and gets her coffee out of her Keurig that automatically brews her coffee. She takes a sip out of her mug and is visibly enjoying this as she walks out of frame with the coffee. That's it. I like that you explained what the Keurig is. It's kind of like... Like we're hearing like the monologue, like we're hearing yeah. like he takes tips. This this and just walks by, like, right. like it's just in the background, just laid out. Um, I'm intrigued, so I'm gonna give it a like. There's not a lot there, but so I'm gonna I can't give you like a five or anything crazy. Yeah, yeah. but I'm gonna give you a three point seven five because I am intrigued. Okay. Yeah, this didn't do anything for me. Um, I'm gonna go with a one point seven five. Oh wow! Okay, I heard it and didn't uh, like see like all your delivery. For, so I had to go step out for a second with George. But mm-hmm. um, based on what I heard, I'm gonna give this somewhere between a Travis mid and a myself mid, and give it a two point seven five. Okay, I think it's got potential, but not a whole lot happened. Oh, you know, nothing's supposed to happen. It's supposed to be just you just right see right. that little glimpse of her laid out, like just knocked out in the background, bloody. Yeah, yeah. So as she's going as she's going through her everyday stuff. We we're gonna need that exposition later, but I, I, I'm interested. Okay. I was too harsh. Give it a uh, give it a two point seven. Okay. So um, we hear heavy breathing and the crowd's cheering like crazy. Angelo Dawkins and Powerhouse Hobbs are clearly fatigued. Angelo Dawkins gets slightly up, gets slightly um, gets up slightly quicker and hits a very stiff Tiger suplex on uh, Powerhouse Hobbs. Hobbs is favoring his shoulder now and is slow, slow to get up. The crowd is che- chanting, Dawkins, Dawkins. Dawkins kips up and hollers out. He gets hype and tosses his headband to the crowd and signals for the finish. He hits a double underhook kneeling pile driver that he calls the permanent death dirt nap. He covers him for the one, two, three. The crowd gets hype as he wins. He gets charged up as the uh, jump into the crowd and the fans surround him. Then the uh, screen goes to black. Teddy Long walks in the Montez Ford's locker room and the fans cheer when they see Montez Ford. Um, I just lost my place. Okay, when they see Montez Ford in the locker room on his phone, he says, hey, I've been thinking. I don't want you to think that I don't want to spend any time with you. I feel like we've just been going through the motions. I don't want you to think that I take you for granted. So tonight, I want you to dress up nice because I'm going to take you to that expensive, expensive restaurant you always want to go to. Go on the night on the town and tell you all the things you deserve to hear. Yeah, you like that? I'll see you then. Yes, I love you too. He hangs up the phone and makes another call. Says, hey, Bianca, I won't be home tonight. Something important came up. Haha, <laughs> love you too. He walks out real cocky and tosses his cell phone up in the air for Teddy to catch. So week two, um, B-Fab announces top dollar. 
Top Dollar comes out very determined as BFAB oh. uh, continues to hype him up. So it's heartless up? again. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that man? Heartless Montez Ford, man. Sitting on the turnbuckle and massaging his shoulders as uh, Party Up by DMX plays. And Montez comes out smirking. When they wrestle, Montez attacking his leg throughout the match. Then he hits the reverse Death Valley driver that he calls the two cold killer. He pins as the crowd boos like crazy. He gets up smiling as the ref lifts his arm. He calls for Mike. So I'm supposed to cross my good friend Angelo Dawkins off the list first? My old running mate? My tag team partner? Ace Boon Coon? See, this is different. It's not like my usual opponent. See, you know me. You know me more than anyone else here. So I will give you your respect. And to mention, you have the most heart out of anybody I know. To come out week after week after week and still being second best to me <laughs> and having to do it with a smile on your face, see, my pride wouldn't allow it. Hell, it would kill me. So, yeah, you're definitely stronger than me in that regard. And it takes a lot of guts to come out knowing you're the Scotty Pippen. Warren G's regulate plays and uh, Angelo comes out and says, Tez, you always were good with the words. I'm just waiting for you to say the wrong thing so I can put you down. You heartless, right? So go ahead and say that. As a matter of fact, I'm begging you. Brush me wrong and see if I don't mess you up in front of all these nice people. See, you talk real slick, but here's the thing. I know you in real life. Don't get don't get me mad. I'll expose you. See, I ain't no hoe. As a black man growing up in a nasty part of the natty, it was either one of two things, death or jail. I'm the exception. You called me Pippin. It was cute. But you see, I'm the Barry Sanders of wrestling. You came in here dressing nice at Survival of the Fittest. He leans it close and says, when this clown dies, just like Spades, the Joker goes with any suit. Montez says, ooh, you hear that? Ooh, he's scary. You're right. You are the Barry Sanders. And just like him, you have terrible lines. Now, let me show you how to do it. What's up, bitches and bitchettes? And, the crowd, and there's a mixture of cheers and boos. As he Boo, says. this guy stinks. You see, you see how cute I look? You see the gold teeth, the gold chains, the gold rings? I asked Bianca if she was cool with a threesome, so I had one and came home and kissed her goodnight. Ooh, because that's how we do things. <laughs> I got you beat in everything. You can't talk drip to a leaky faucet. You can't talk work with no resume. And you can't talk mouth work when I literally brought a Bella Danger with me to one of my matches. You came in like Michael Jackson wanting to be starting something, but I came in like Scorpion ready to finish him. Now that's how you do it. I can whoop you on the mic, in the ring, whenever, wherever. And now I have no choice but to do this to you at Survival of the Fittest. You know why Two Cold Scorpio flatline or sideline? Me. You know why that title got changed at DPW and we got our first black champion? Me. I'm going to make history once again when I take that belt at the end of the tournament. So do me a favor. I'm leaving. So grab my bags because I don't want to scuff the rings. He starts laughing and Angelo um, laughs, with, laughs with him and he's just, he's laughing when he's like, okay, okay. Then he swings on him as the crowd goes crazy and security start, storms the ring um, to break it up. Week three, Montez is standing with Byron Saxon in the middle of the ring. Saxon says, we do have some bad news. Angelo Dawkins has been removed from the tournament due to a personal situation that we'd rather not speak about. The crowd's booing like crazy. Montez in, uh, immediately interrupts and says, now BOA ain't going to talk about it. This ruins my bracket. No. <laughs> <laughs> but guess what? I'm going to talk about it. Is that what y'all doing? The nasty natty? I guess we all know what that means. Death or jail, huh? He was right. Jail time coming soon. Angelo thought he was facing me, but couldn't go one-on-one -on -one with accountability. Y'all messed up. Nobody told you guys to cheer for him. And y'all think there's good in everyone. But newsflash, we all have that demon in us. And you idiots made the wrong decision once again. So while Angelo rots in a cell, I'll be out here tasting freedom. Tastes good, huh? And um, since I don't have an opponent, it looks like I'll advance to the next round. The crowd boos like crazy. 
See, you can holler at the top of your lungs, but I have a device in my hand that is specifically made to amplify my voice so I'll be heard over you. So do me a favor. So do me and the people at home a favor by shutting the hell up. And the crowd boos even more. Byron says, sorry, I have to interrupt you there. I just got work. Yes. Okay. You will have a replacement opponent for the match. Montez looks at him confused and the crowd cheers. Then Montez changes up and says, who? Who do you have to face me? You know what? It's another day at the office for me. It doesn't matter who y'all put in front of me. The camera is close to his face and he says, to whoever I got next, all the preparation in the world can help you. You can come in here with your bullshit moveset and try me. But let's be real. There's a difference between preparation and opportunity. You can come prepared but when I do some shit you're not ready for and I seize the moment and you stuck. That's a whole nother thing. So to whoever is next, do you not realize you're a prop? You understand that? You understand that now, right? They could put anybody in your spot. They came to see me come out, whoop ass, and leave. All I know is, Teddy, you better have my money ready because everybody got a plan until they face down the mat after a two cold killer. Yes, I'm your favorite, might even be the greatest, and as long as they can quote it, I will always be the coldest. He smirks and gets um, goes to get out the ring, and the lights go dark. We see a spotlight at the top of the ramp, and a violin is playing. The violinist is going, then stops. Then we hear an eerie version of Ode to Joy play, and the crowd's going crazy. Mark Henry yells, it's him! It's him! JTG's name uh, goes across the screen. How are you going to have a Shad Gaspar tournament without me? And the crowd goes crazy as he um, walks down the steps in the crowd and looks, looks around dragging his kendo stick, Janice, around with one arm and holding the mic with the other. I'll be seeing you soon. He laughs as the crowd goes crazy and the music plays as he walks backwards and the camera turns back to uh, Montez Ford getting pissed off. So week four, uh, Kenny Calypso's in the, in the, wing, in the ring waiting. I can't say that. Oh, the joy plays and JTG comes out with Janice. And the, mo and the moment the bell rings, he's beating him down with Janice. The bell rings again as he's JTG is lost by, by DQ. Even though he lost, he gets out of the ring and stands on the barricade and raises Janice, raises Janice up and gets in the crowd chance BOA. He has Janice resting on his neck with one hand and uses the mic with the other. Just because I'm presuming that I could be a human if I only had a heart. And the shot at Montez uh, causes him to come out. Montez pissed off goes, I'm not some meth head you can ma manipulate. You are not going to torture my wife and kids. I'm supposed to respect that, huh? A bitch-ass nigga like you? That you've changed for the better? I don't know if you noticed, but I'm kind of a big deal around here. I have been world champion while you were working your ass off trying to be the mid-card of the mid-card's champion. Meanwhile, I'm underrated, but I'm overpaid. I'm the greatest to ever do it. And too cold, Scorpio, don't be laughing too hard. You're lucky I only got to end your career once. Same with you, Byron. Mark Henry, all your careers got ended short. See, death comes in threes, and they all at that announcer's table. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have a tournament to win. See you there, John. So the night of the event, we see a split screen of Montez and JTG walking down separate hallways as the crowd cheers. Party up by DMX plays and Montez Ford walks out with a gold crown and a white jersey and white pants with uh, baby blue lettering. Lifting up the solo cup as more solo coats drop. Then we hear the eerie version of Ode to Joy play and JTG has uh, trunk shorts and a sleeveless shirt with JTG. Um, uh, yeah, who, with the sleeve of shirt on, it says JTG as he uh, has Janice in one hand and the other hand's tugging on his collar. So he's like walking out like this and has the um, the kendo stick in his hand. Match starts with him being, uh, my starts off their forehead to forehead, like yelling at each other. And Montez mushes him. And then John um, lets off an onslaught of punches, chops, and body, uh, body blows that leave Montez rendered helpless. Montez shoulder blocks him and then he puts his hand down low to the ground. He's like, pretty much calling him a little dude. He's like, little dude. JTG hits a, a discus lariat to the back of Montez's head as the crowd wins from the shot. Uh, Ford and JTG are up on the top rope. JTG elbows him in the back several times and hits a tornado DDT off the top, off the top rope to loud cheers. 1.4 hits the Tiger Driver. 
Uh, JTG punches Montez. Montez takes it and uses the momentum from the punch to spin, then hits the integer. Uh, Montez drop kicks JTG, and he goes face first into the barricade. JTG grits his teeth as we see blood running down his mouth. And uh, Ford is on the apron and does a rolling thunder block, blockbuster to JTG in the ring. Um, Ford hits a, um, a, st- a stiff running knee followed by a dragon suplex. JTG hits a flying missile drop kick to uh, Ford on the outside. Ford is on the middle turnbuckle and does a 180 jump to the top uh, turnbuckle and then, walk- and then walks across the top rope and does a senton bomb to JTG on the outside uh, standing up. Ford does a dragon screw followed by a knee tap moonsault. Uh, Ford does a, sti- a stiff neck breaker and picks him up, then hits another one. JTG hits a cravat suplex. Um, Ford does a uh, avalanche uh, moonsault fisherman suplex as the crowd goes crazy. He crawls over for the pin. One, two, JTG kicks out as the crowd's going crazy. We get multiple replays of the um, the avalanche moonsault fisherman suplex. Um, JTG does a running powerbomb to the apron. Uh, Ford does a goes for the uh, goes flying with the frog splash. He gets a lot of vert on it. And he pins for the one, two, JTG kicks out. Then uh, JTG hits a stiff lariat. And then uh, JTG does a tiger bomb. Then he goes for the, uh, the symphony, which is the spinning wheel kick. But Ford uh, reverses it and hits a two cold killer, um, which is the reverse Death Valley driver. JTG is laid out and Ford picks him up and does one more two cold killer for the good measure. He lays on him, pins for the one, two, three. He rolls off as the crowd boos, and he keeps on walking around saying, I told you, I told you, to different people in the crowd as he's pissing everybody in the crowd off. And then uh, that's the end. All right. I'm going to go first. Um, this was very, this is a roller coaster for me. The highs were really high, and then the lows would get pretty low. I'm going to start by nitpicking something stupid. I don't like that you gave uh, Montez for DMX as his music. I don't think that fits. Um, uh, party up? Yeah, I don't think it fits. Oh, he just needs some hype because <laughs> he, uh, he had the, uh, I didn't. He used to have the what you call it the the Humpty Dance at first. Yeah, I think the, the Humpty, Humpty Dance is better. Uh, I feel like uh, I don't know it, it, that don't hit right. But more importantly, <laughs> um, I'm not sure if. I don't know. Like in real life, I'd approve of what you ha- how you handled the Dawkins situation. But part of me was hoping that you'd pull what all the other companies do and roll with it anyway. And just oh no 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 no! Happen. This is. I mean, I tried to be like a real company and be like, you know, like some, you know, we sorry, we, he's not going to be able to make it because this. But they don't go into it. But Montez yeah. Ford was the one that exposed them. Was like, oh okay, like he's like y'all ain't gonna talk about it, but I will. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I also like even before that happened, I don't like that he lost the promo battle as hard as he did. Um, and then, oh, uh, Montez or uh, Dawkins? Dawkins, okay. Um, and then I wish JTG had done more with his promos. Like, I, like he he was very much like he he didn't get to talk as much as I had hoped. Yeah, yeah, uh, he wasn't really. Yeah, he wasn't really about that talking. He he came in here to, to 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 do what he had to do, but he ended up losing at the very end. So, um, and I kind of I kind of think the wrong person won. Okay. So I mean, you I mean, you say that because because you had your bracket said that. Or? Well, not, not, no, I, I genuinely think that I, I don't think Montez should have advanced. Um, so all that is to say, with those criticisms, I still thought a lot of Montez's promo work was compelling. Okay. Um, I'm gonna give this a three point five. Three point five. Okay. All right, Demond. Um, so I agree with a lot of what John said. I also agree the DMX choice is weird. Um, 
it was just a hype song. I just try to get, get, get yeah. people hyped with this song. <clears throat> um, the other thing I would say is I kind of wish JTG, especially with it being the Shad tournament, had his own separate story as opposed to just being like a plug-in for Angelo. Sure. Um, but you got to remember, he wasn't supposed to be in there <laughs> like that damn wheel. <laughs> True. Damn wheel. But I feel like you could have you could have put someone else in and had a good match too with Montez and then given JTG his own story. He just yeah. feels like a bit player. Like it was like, oh yeah, he's he's in the tournament, but we all know he's going to lose. Um, I think the match was good though. Um, so I'm going to give it a 3.23. 3.23, okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's them two cents fuck with me? All right. Um, um, it it was it was all right. Um I I don't remember who I picked for your bracket, by the way. I, I have no idea. Um You picked Montez. Did I? Yeah, you did. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Um, this is, yeah, so, uh, I'm, I'm gonna go, this is, this, with a, I'm just gonna go straight three. Three? Okay. I do see you possibly running into a problem, because your Carmelo character is very similar to your, um, your Montez so That was something I wanted to say, but I, I wanted to see how the show progressed. I feel like a lot of this is very derivative of each other. You, like... You'll see it, there, there's differences in, in them as the show goes on. This is just like I said, it's just introducing them. Like, yeah, those are two cocky wrestlers, but they're cocky in different ways. You, and you'll see why. Like, you, you'll okay. see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. It, I'm just saying I could see it, it the, like becoming the, an issue. Like, right, right now, if they were to do a promo, it'd be hard to keep track because it would come off very similar. But yeah, I'll give yeah. you, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. Okay. I, I'm still gonna have to rate it how I see, how it's how it's. Oh no, that's fine. No, that's fine. If it starts, if it starts, if if we keep going on and things feel like it's more and more just the same character and different people, you know what I mean? Like if it does feel like it's the same same personality traits, but just a different name, um, then I, you know, then I'll start to notice, and I'll have to grade that way. Okay. All right, so everybody, uh, rate us and we'll do my next thing. Going to my comedy match. All right, so, um, so Reggie, I'm gonna go get some John. Is John, it's your time to hate. Well, see, so Reggie, uh, his he okay, I'm gonna warn y'all now. Reggie is named like so you know how his name is Scripps as well, yeah. So, his his name is his gamer tag social media tag. His name is Reggie X Scripps. I'm gonna say that every single time because that's his name, okay. It's like a pimp name slick, but you gotta say the whole thing every time. <laughs> so I'm just let y'all know that now, so you understand what y'all get into. What, what I feel like he got this from somewhere. Did I? Uh, the the X in the middle of the name. Oh. <laughs> so um, Reggie X Scripps is on the mat, favoring his back. He says, "Yeah, that's me. Wore out like a five dollar prostitute on a payday. I bet you're wondering how I got here, huh? Let me take you back to the beginning." <laughs> So, so week one, uh, Xavier Woods, he's a flyer that says, Dojo lessons, price subject to change. 
he rips it off and he and we hear his inner monologue say finally i can be the world's greatest kung fu warrior we see him walk into a dojo as he's greeted by the trainer human tornado says the first lesson in kung fu is how to take a punch and he just beats him up for the next minute and uh human tornado gets up breathing hard and he says that'll be 89.99 for this lesson xavier wood says thanks sensei i'm learning so much as he digs into his pocket for money but master all i have is a 50 dollar bill he says that'll work and snatches it from him xavier wood says thank you master do you have any wisdom to bestow upon me human tornado with the with the 50 and the light and checking if it's real he says, yeah, I think Bruce Lee once said, uh, keep your pimp hands strong. Come back next week so we can train some more and make sure to bring more money. As he says this, he opens up, opens up a fortune cookie and a note inside says, you have been selected in the king's crown underneath. So week two, we see an episode of Bad Boys Club and we see Sonny Kiss arguing with Quincy Elliott on the show. Sonny Kiss says, I told you next time you with me, I'm going to you up, didn't I? You thought I was playing. Quincy says, well, bring it, bitch. And they start swinging on each other. Security and producers run in. And break it up. The scene cuts, and we see a TV, um, see a TV cut off as a uh, Hollywood exec is talking to both Sonny Kiss and Quincy on the other side of the desk. You two are killing it for us in the ratings. We need you guys to step it up even more for the reunion. More drinks being thrown, more fists raining down. You two are my bread and butter. I love it. I got an idea for next season. We're going to start off with Quincy and lingerie walking down the steps with ice cream. Then Sonny, you're going to, the phone rings. Hello, Jesse Carbuncle. No, he's my half brother. He's a lawyer. You what? There's no way. There's, there's no way I. Oh, that's a lot of money. Yes. Yes, sir. I'll I'll tell him. No, they're right in front of me. Well, fellas, you have the opportunity of a lifetime. You two wrestling for the newest comedy division for a black owned wrestling company. Huh? What do we say? Sonny Kiss and Christy Elliott look at each other as a card is placed on the, on the desk with a crown on it. And the scene cuts to black. Week three, uh, we see what's good, YouTube. It's your boy, Reggie X Scripts, and I'm doing a collab with the one and only Cheeseburger. Welcome back to the channel. Smash that like button, and if you're new, hit that bell. We are live. I know we promised that if we hit 100K likes on the last video, that Cheeseburger here was going to drink a gallon of milk in under a minute. Well, you guys did your part, so here it is. Cheeseburger, drink away. We see Cheeseburger about to drink when there's a knock on his door. You have people coming over? Cheeseburger, we are live right now. We are streaming. Why don't people know not to hit you up right now? Cheeseburger says, I didn't. I don't know who that is. Let me go check. The knock, knock gets louder. He gets, he goes for, he's gone for a second as Reggie X Scripts looks irritated. As the live stream comments, uh, we see the viewers getting pissed off. Cheeseburger comes back and Reggie X Scripts says, well, Cheeseburger says, so we were selected. Selected for what? Selected for a comedy wrestling division and it's black owned too. Winner gets money. Join an elite group that gets to perform for the king. Reggie looks at him confused as the viewers start speculating what could be going on in the comments as the stream ends. Week four, we see an indie wrestling company. New Jack and Abdullah the Butcher are fired for going back to their ultra-violent ways in a, in a tag match when the match didn't call for it. We see the wrestlers being put on stretches as New Jack and Abdullah realize um, they could be facing charges. The owner of that brand is uh, yelling at them and telling them how extreme wrestlers are dying out and it's no longer the style they pe that people are looking for anymore. Both of, them, both of them looking for companies to wrestle at, but are being turned away by a lot of different wrestling companies. They both oh, get emails at the same... Go ahead. Does anybody just imagine them with, like, sad face, like, crying emojis walking away? Like, <laughs> no, like they just... Crying no. over their back? I've never imagined New Jack with an emoji. <laughs> <laughs> They're like a crying emoji. They're just walking away sad because nobody no. wants hardcore wrestling anymore. 
No, he's like he's like that style. Like a uh, chibi style anime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they both get emails at the same time asking them to join BOA, but have to le- have to earn their spot by joining the comedy division and working their way up. New Jack and Abdul are indifferent about it, but end up giving it a try since their utilities about about to get cut off and need to make ends meet ASAP. So later that night, we see all four of the tag teams in orange jumpsuits walking through a dusty corridor. We see it turn into a confession cam, and Quincy Elliott says, to tell you the truth, I didn't know what to expect. One of the superstars, uh, Big Cat, Ernie Lag, gets some cheeseburger's face. You crying? What you crying for? What? You scared? Imagine that every day. I'm in here for life. What did you do, huh? Telling jokes and cutting promos. Telling jokes and cutting promos, huh? You know what telling jokes and cutting promos did? It landed me in here. He looks at Xavier Woods and says, and you, what did you do? Ran away smoking weed and disrespecting my grandma. Ran away and smoking weed. You think you bad, huh? Treat me like you treat your grandma, huh? Come on, do that to me. I thought so. If you was in here, I would make you wash my drawers, inmate. It's like, inmate? Wait, I thought we were wrestling. He's like, <clears throat> sorry about that. I misspoke. Come this way, guys. They go down a dark hallway and two big golden doors open. And King Booker's sitting on the throne. He says, I bet you are wondering why I've brought you all here. All the wrestlers are hyped to see King Booker. Some get hyped, some do the worship taunt, and a couple are high-fiving each other. Cheeseburger says, what does Whoopi Goldberg have to do with any of this? Reggie Scripps says, shut up, stupid. That's Titty Boy, a.k.a. 2 Chains. I have brought you all here because your king requests entertainment of the comedic variety. I want you all to perform for me, and I'll reward the winner handsomely with my Netflix login and spend the day on the slopes with your king. He starts, uh, (laughs) so he starts, like, he starts talking about that some more, and New Jack laughs and says, I am way too high for this. Sonny says, wait, didn't we get promised money? Silence! How dare you speak while your king of the world, King Booker, is speaking. You're saying I promised you shillings? Okay, look, I got 20K and ASAP broccoli tickets for the winner. Best I can do. Stall me out. All the wrestlers cheer and jump up. Like, they do a little, like, yeah. They do the jump up and freeze um, thing. Except New Jack and Abdul, like, they're both looking at each other like, the fuck? That's the freeze frame. Um, It's the credits roll for the episode. The night of the event, we see an empty uh, row in the crowd. We hear, make way for I, liquor, thigh. A fraternity in black gold come down the ramp, stepping and barking on the way down as they go down the ramps. They move their bodies, dancing, like slithering like a, a snake, dancing on the ramp as they take their seats. Reggie Scripps peeks out of the curtain and says, what's up with that? Cheeseburger says, I don't know, maybe it's long-term storytelling. We'll find out later. So we cut the backstage where we see the human tornado meditating as Xavier Woods knocks on his door. And says, Master, we have been summoned. We must go. Human Tornado still meditating. Patience is a virtue, my young student. Remember the story I told you of my travelings where I met a tortoise and a hare. Yes, Master. We hear a knock on the door. The pyro guy goes, hurry up. You're not getting paid. Tornado hops up real quick and says, well, no time with the present. Let's go. Xavier Woods salutes and runs down with the, he's like running with the high knees out of the room. They both come out to Kung Fu Fighting by Carl Douglas. They're both in red and white as the crowd cheer them on. They're announced as Kung Fu Young. And then uh, Fuck You by uh, Yo Gotti plays. And Cheeseburger and Red Jack Scripps as um, Fight and Subscribe come out in green tights, uh, live streaming on their phones as the crowd cheer them on. Red Jack Scripps is wearing a COVID mask and pulls down his mask and sneezes into a fan shirt. He rubs his nose in it and puts the mask back up and uses hand sanitizer. Then we hear Short Short Man by Gillette play. And Sonny Kiss and Quincy Elliott come out in powder blue clothing with initials for Bad Boys Club shortened on their shirt as they hit the ring dancing to cheers. And we hear um, Natural Born Killers play. Oh, as BBC. The- yep. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> so we hear, I was hoping one of y'all catches that. So we hear natural born killers play as New Jack and the Dude. I caught it. I just didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, play the New Jack and the Dude Butcher come out. They are announced as the Butchers. The crowd dances to the song as they come out serious. The music cuts off as New Jack is wondering what's going on since he's used to fighting to his music. The special guest referee, Devon Dudley, says, All right, everybody come up and I'll explain the comedy rules. No hitting below the belt, no rabbit punches, no rope breaks, and no DQ. Cheeseburger said, Cheeseburger's confused trying to do the math in his head and muttering count carry to three. Then the ref says, You can only end the match by pinfall or submission after you do at least two comedy spots in the match. So he says, um, I'm not your everyday ref. You hit me, I hit back. And if I do get hit, I won't sit there for, for no damn 35 minutes. I'm real, okay? Now, there are no rules except one rule, and that's to have fun. Cheeseburger says, but all the rules you just said. You just... And bell rings immediately. And New Jack and Abdullah uh, are looking at each other like, what have we gotten ourselves into? The time, Then the timekeeper hits a gong as well. Natural Born Killers plays, um, resumes back where it's at. Cheeseburger turns to the ref and says, wait, is this the four-way tag match where all four people are in at the same time or the one where two of the teams are in and it makes no sense to tag anyone else on the other teams but the one you're on, but it's still done because wrestling. Devon says, get your ass in there. He's like, oh, shit, okay. So the match starts and uh, with Cheeseburger face-to-face with New Jack. Cheeseburger pulls cheese out of his pocket and slaps New Jack as hard as possible as the crowd ooze. And as Reggie Scripps was hyping the corner, he's like, yeah, he's got his phone recording it. Cheeseburger turns around and says, cheese slap. He starts hitting the running man. A pissed off New Jack stiff punches Cheeseburger as he quickly drops to the ground. He's holding his jaw and says, why did you hit me? He tags Reggie, and Reggie tags him right back. He says, I'm not going in there. Cheeseburger says, yes, you are. And they just keep tagging each other uh, over and over. They repeatedly tag each other until uh, New Jack grabs them both and clo- does a double clothesline to them both. New Jack stiff punches Cheeseburger, and while he's in the corner, he keeps jabbing him, almost on beat to the, uh, to, uh, the song playing. Cheeseburger yells, how long is this song? Reggie Scripps ch- checks the iPod Nano on the aux, and it says Natural Born Kill is five hours. And he yells, you're in for quite a bit. He quit- He keeps hitting them more until Reggie Scripps changes the song on the aux. We see a belly-to-belly suplex party uh, from Abdullah to everyone in the ring. He gets too excited and even grabs New Jack. And New Jack is like, wait, it's me. Abdullah stops himself and then does it anyway as the crowd cheers. Kung Fu Young uh, hits a double uh, super kick to Quincy Elliott that sends him through the middle ropes and out of the ring. Uh, at one point, Sonny Kiss, Iris whips Human Tornado, then does a drop toe hold to a Tornado while Quincy squats down, and Tornado lits, uh, lands like head first into his ass. He's screaming. He's like, ah! Then when we see Xavier say, I'll avenge you, he sprints at Quincy, but Quincy does a scoop slam and opens his legs up and says, what's up? And Devon shakes his head, and uh, Sonny Kiss climbs the rope and does a senton landing on his groin. He's hopping up and down, really selling the hit. Um, Abdul lifts Sonny Kiss up into a power driver. New Jack does a diving missile dropkick to Sonny's gut, um, forcing Abdullah to finish the power driver. Xavier Woods ducks under Quincy Elliott's clothesline and shakes his finger like, uh-uh, but didn't see the other clothesline coming from behind him and drops him. Sonny Kiss does a running uh, running wheelbarrow, but cheeseburger flapjacks Sonny in the air, but Sonny turns into a sunset flip. The lights go out, and the spotlight is on Human Tornado. Human Tornado's charging up, and as, and as he's screaming, the spotlight's flashing, and he's screaming louder. He's like, ha! Ah! We see Devon blowing a leaf blower, simulating the moving debris and hair moving in the wind, pretending he's going Super Saiyan. Xavier Woods says, his power is increasing. And Cheeseburger hits him, and the human tornado turns in the other direction and says, you underestimate my power. Then he gets hit again, he drops. So then uh, New, Jack, <laughs> New Jack is laid out in the middle of the ring. Sonny Kiss does a running German suplex to Reggie X Scripps that makes him do a moonsault to uh, New Jack in the ring. We hear Debo's music play and all the wrestlers stopping their tracks as he rides on his bike squeaking. They all freeze. Even the ref is uh, the ref is like frozen as well. 
as he goes around his bike. We see cameraman announcers all freeze up as he goes by. He stops to a random person in the crowd and tells them to give up their to give up their pretzel bites. They give it up and he rides back off the ramp. And the music goes away and the match commences again. New Jack, <laughs> New Jack and Abdullah hit a double choke slam on Sunny Kiss. Uh, Quincy Elliott starts twerking and the opponents are acting like they're in an earthquake and they're all falling left and right. Um, cheeseburgers in the tree of woe. Sonny does a uh, belly to belly suplex on the top rope. On it's Luke. an ass quake. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Um, uh, Sonny does a belly belly suplex on the top rope on Woods. Cheeseburger lifts his torso and it's a German suplex to Woods at the same time as the crowd cheers. Cheeseburger lifts up New Jack into a gory bomb. Reggie Scripps does a springboard running, springboard rolling neck breaker to finish the move. They quickly go for the pin. One, two, Abdullah interrupts. New Jack is on the ground favoring his stomach. Reggie looks around, then looks at Devon and says, Devon, get the bubble wrap. Devon looks, looks, leaves the ring and uh, grabs the bubble wrap and lays on the ground. Everyone stands up as Reggie takes New Jack higher up the turnbuckle and does a suplex on the bubble wrap. The crowd's chant, holy shit, holy shit, as he rolling around the bubble wrap. Um, Human Tornado hits a Hadouken that sends uh, Abdullah flying back as Xavier looks in awe. Xavier gets hit from behind by Reggie Scripps with the neck breaker, and Tornado goes for the pin at the same time. One, two, three. Devon gets a mic and says, a tie? A tie? What are we doing in this situation? What should we do when we tie? When we have two winners, the obvious thing would be to have a sudden death match where we determine the winner. And the crowd cheers. Should we go to sudden death? Wait, didn't chat GPT do this? All right, never mind. You know what? We're going to do it anyway. And then and as soon as he says it, Quincy Elliott quickly headbutts him. They take the match um, into the crowd, and New Jack gets to dive off the ledge, off the ledge onto the rest of them. Reggie Scripps um, uses his balance to climb the actual ropes, and there's a 450 on the sunny kiss. Abdullah's arms get tied up on the ropes, um, and Xavier Woods yells, you want to see hardcore? And he pulls out a, lab a label maker and types Abdullah and puts it on his head as Abdullah screams out in excruciating pain while the crowd's chanting, we want labels. <laughs> we want labels. Xavier Woods continues to make labels and puts it on random people's, in, random people's heads in the crowd, and fans sell it. Cheeseburger hits tornado, uh, human tornado while he's distracted with a middle-aged schoolboy for the pin, pin in the win. The crowd cheers as Devon uh, comes out with the Circuit City Tag Team Championships for them to win. Yes, Circuit everybody. City. The Circuit City Tag Team Champions. I didn't think I'd have to use this this early. <laughs> but that's a five point fucking five. Let's go. <laughs> I really want uh, to have my ass off the entire time. I really want to <laughs> give it a five. I really do, but it felt just one round of bits too long. Oh, um, it is? Okay. It felt to me like it was great. And then probably about 75% through, I'm like, all right. The bits keep coming. But now I'm bored. Um, nope. Keep bringing yeah. the bits. I will go with a, a four, four point five. I really wanted to give it a five. I think I really was ready to give it a five up until and then I, until I was just like, it was the it was the ass quake to do for you, huh? It was right that time. I think that's probably around <laughs> when it started. Be like, all right, the bits are done. Let's. Uh... <laughs> so you didn't want to label when he was no that 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 labels we i want I, I would have hated watching that on <laughs> we TV. want labels if you're there you know that's lit though we, you want, we want yes. labels. he's makes you a label that's lit <laughs> i get it and it's funny when you're saying it but if i'm watching on tv i'm like this is fucking dumb but when you're there though <laughs> that's all i'm saying but when you're right there, but i'm not yeah, there. Yeah, I'm but mike can't attend TV. that crowd <laughs> right i'm not allowed to be you there you can be in the crowd <laughs> 
You just can't be on the show. <laughs> well, then I have to be on the hard side, can't like yeah. the hard cam side. We, no, we, whenever, we split, we split like, him in half. We whenever, the, whenever it pans over, segregate it. The side he's <laughs> on, it gets scrambly. Like you just get scrambled out. <laughs> right. Separate but equal tickets. That's what we're doing here. <laughs> Price is subject to change. <laughs> exactly. Um. Yeah. Oh no. Actually, I'll say I like this, but less than them. Um, okay. I felt like, and this this is weird and hypocritical as fuck coming from me, uh-huh. but I felt like it was. Uh-huh. John hates comedy. Co- no. John hates comedy wrestling unless he writes up. it. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. John hates comedy I'm wrestling unless he writes it. That it was overbooked a little bit. Like there's, a, I kind of got a bit of sensory overload. Uh, like from the shit oh, it's supposed happening. to be a lot. It's supposed yeah. to be a lot. Like, 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 like it's how you're moving so fast that like it's hard to keep up with. And I don't get time to like appreciate yeah. one thing because it's the next thing much. comes right afterwards. Um, uh, th- that's my only issue with it is that I couldn't appreciate it each bit because I was supposed to be listening to the next bit, so I couldn't chew on it. Um, maybe that was just you. You rake reading a little fast. I don't know. Oh, like, no, sure. be, that's be, how I felt too. That was kind of the same. You were you were kind of popping that shit off too fast. I, I was, I was, I was. I ain't give y'all time, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to go through the show because it's quite a bit. Of yeah, money. yeah. Um, I'm gonna give this a. I'm gonna give it a four. Four. Okay. Um, are you about halfway? Are you over halfway? Yeah, I'm over. Yeah, I'm definitely over. All right. Um. I'm about to go to the next thing. All or unless right. you got something about to say. I'm I'm gonna hop off and I will finish rating it. Ooh. <laughs> Dude, it's eleven o'clock. I gotta get up early as shit. I told you that's why I would do it early. I am, <laughs> I I am tired. I understand. He that. gets oh, no man. labels. No <laughs> he gets no labels. <laughs> he gets no labels. He gets no labels. I hate the way that shit is. <laughs> that cadence is wild. <laughs> I'm tired, and it's 11 o'clock, so I'm going to let you finish the show. We got to get a soundboard for every time Mike does this. <laughs> it's not that often. I haven't he done just, this in he a just very long it. time, uh, but I've also just... Like Careless Whisper plays, he leaves the show. <laughs> I, no, in the I just, arms of the angels. I'm exhausted, so... It was a lot. Yeah, you had a label made for you. It was a lot. Yeah. All right. You guys have a good show. Have a good rest of the show, and I will rate it. And then, uh, yeah. All right. Well, later. We want labels. <laughs> Mike, no label. Nope. I popped for my own shit when I made the We Want Labels chat. But, uh, <laughs> okay. So, um, next one. Um, a limo approaches the scene. The camera stops, and we see the wheels. Um, then it, then, um, then the door opens. We see fancy alligator shoes step out, and the camera pans up to Elijah Burke as the crowd cheers. He smiles in an all-white Armani suit with a fur coat. He shakes hands and high-fives people as he walks into the arena. Larry Merchant says, do you have an answer for middleweight champion Muhammad Fahim? He is stronger than you and is more intelligent than you in ring. Do you fear you don't stand a chance against him? Burke says, I was hoping you'd say that. So when I knock him out in round four, don't come back here with any excuses. I'm the champ, and I am, and, and, uh, and always will be the champ. Taking time off to rehab my shoulder doesn't deter me from going out there and knocking knocking them the hell out. I'm here to wake some of y'all up and silence the doubters. When I win this, I'm going to see you about this and don't want to hear any excuses. Just remember, you didn't believe in me when I guarantee victory. If I said it, I meant it. 
when we cut to him uh, picking apart Fahim in round two. Fahim is getting more aggressive in round three, and the crowd is um, on their feet as they uh, as he lands hit after hit. The bell rings, goes back in his corner, and the coach tells him, I need you to do what we practice. You called this round, now show me something. He goes back out there, and Fahim is on the, still on the offensive. He ducks under his hook and goes to his uh, side and lands a hook of his own. The crowd cheers. He's slow to get up, and when the ref gets to eight, Fahim falls into the ref's arms as the, as the crowd cheers and the ref calls it. Burt cheers and jumps on the turnbuckle. At this interview, he walks off with his entourage. As he walks out, he smirks and gives Larry Merch on a wing. Power goes off. That changes to explosions. And we are now on a battlefield, and we see Apollo Crews' army crawling, shooting his gun. We cut to him receiving a medal and being flown home. He stops at a jewelry store and gets an engagement ring. The jeweler, the jeweler says she's going to love this. He surprises his uh, twins at school, and they run and hug him. He drives them home, and when he gets in the house, he sees his girlfriend with another man sitting at the dinner table. I'd like, you, I'd like to introduce you to Alan. Apollo's face is distraught as he drops the package with the ring. We're now in present day. Uh, Apollo, Cruz, Apollo Cruz wrestles Ruckus. It's a good back and forth match until Ruckus hits a, a brain buster onto his own knee. And Apollo um, is in pain, still still fights through, then wins with the double 360 tuck leg drop and pins to win. Um, week two, the money team comes out with Elijah Burke leading them. Elijah is the newest signed act in BOA. People are giving him props as he comes in. Burke looks confused as everyone's hyped to see him, but Apollo Cruz doesn't buy into the hype. And uh, is still applying icy out to his shoulder. Elijah moves everyone out the way and clears his throat. Still with no response, Elijah says, listen up. He said, listen up, nigga. Paul says, nigga, I am an educated black man. I have fought for this country. I am not your nigga. Elijah smirks and says, all right, nigga. Apollo says, sad. I look at you with your beautiful black skin and see so much potential. But what stands before me is an ignorant fool. You want some advice? No. Don't be no statistic. Elijah says, what? Am I supposed to be like you? I'm not worried about you. I look at you and say, I better not catch you on that game because you are my son. I'm the most dangerous fighter here. 103 and 1. And that L came from me getting too excited, not getting into my corner in time after I knocked him clean out, getting disqualified. So do you want to know why firsthand I have four up on my wrist tape? Yeah, I thought so. I ain't going to lie about who I am, fake-ass five percenter. Elijah Burke has his first match against Luther Lindsay. The commentators are discussing his knockout power, and Lindsay is getting the upper hand, and Elijah hits him with a stiff left hand. He pins for the win. He says, that was my offhand, bitch, and gets his hand raised. Um, week three. It is announced that Apollo and Elijah will face each other at the tournament. We see the locker room again, and Burke is um, and Burke is putting all his jewelry into the locker. Yo, dusty ass better recognize the real one, nigga. Apollo snatches him up by the collar and slams him against the locker and says, see, I tried with you, young brother. I tried to be cordial, but you just have to be ignorant. So you still have a slave mentality and don't want to free your mind from that shackled spirit. All you care about is whips and a chain. And that's all they gave us for 400 years, whips and a chain. So since you care about material things and the latest ride, when we finally face each other, you're going to show up in a limo, but you're going to leave in an ambulance. Elijah Burke is let, is let go, and as he's dusting himself off, he says, material things, huh? I like jewelry. Does your wife? I heard about a certain somebody not being able to give his girl the rock she always wanted. I did my research, black man. Elijah smiles, but um, Apollo rec recognizes the bait and doesn't give in. Later that night, Apollo is um, headed to into the ring for his match, but we hear many men by 50 Cent play, and Elijah Burke comes out looking confused, holding up a phone. Someone left their phone in the locker room. What kind of dumbass has a phone in 2023 and doesn't have a passcode on there? A lovely woman, ooh, she looks loyal, and two ugly-ass kids. Looks just like, looks just like you. Surprised they are yours, especially with your girl stepping out on you. She must have didn't, she must have, uh, she must do something right. I'm trying to find out. Let me give her a call. Apollo sprints down um, 
pissed off sprints at him and starts swinging on him. But then Elijah decks him and Apollo uh, drops to the ground as the crowd boos. He keeps admiring his fist, like he's looking at his fist, like <laughs> as he walks off and the crowd is booing him. And um, as he, and he ends up getting counted out. Uh, week four, many men by 50 cent plays and Elijah Burke walks up to loud boos as he's admiring his fist still. He goes to talk into the mic and the crowd's booing like crazy. When it finally dies down, he says, I don't lose. And the crowd's booing even louder. The boxing commission is working on turning my one loss to a disqualification due to disqualification into a no contest. So it is no doubt that I will be the greatest to ever do it in boxing undefeated. So Apollo, I feel bad for you. Nobody has ever went a full 12 rounds with me. So don't expect to go the distance because not only am I boxing's goat, I am called the Pope for a reason. You found out firsthand last week as you got baptized. And if you still want to be stupid and show up Sunday, I'll be glad to take you to church again. If I said it, I meant it. And the crowd boos as he leaves the ring. And then uh, money and many men plays, and we see uh, the money team come out with Elijah Burke leading them, and he has on a fur coat and money green uh, trunks, uh, trunk shorts as he's admiring his fist against his fist, and the, the, the entourage is hyping him up. Then we hear public's enemy fight the power play, and Apollo Cruz uh, walks out fighting, walks out determined as he doesn't break eye contact with him, and has the crowd cheering like crazy as they didn't expect him to show. The match starts with multiple chops, um, dropping dropping him on his back, and Burke slides out, um, holding his holding his chest. Apollo does a hip toss and runs full speed, hits a drop kick to the back of his neck. Apollo is working on his right arm but gets uh, elbowed. Burke hits a, a very stiff stroke and pins, but. But Apollo hits uh, one. Apollo goes for a sit-out powerbomb, but um, Burke reverses and hits an STO. Burke goes to DDT, but Apollo does a handstand to evade it, then does a drop to his face. Apollo's in the corner, and Burke hits an Elijah Express. Um, this is that running double knee. Um, Burke German suplexes him into the turnbuckle as the crowd winces. Then Burke lifts him up, and German, German suplexes him into the ring post. Then Burke German suplexes him again into the barricade. And Burke yells, huh? Talk that shit now! And Burke goes for uh, a slingshot, but gets dropkicked out of the air, and it uh, sends Burke uh, sends Burke crashing to the ground ringside. And uh, Cruz uh, does a suicide dive that smacks both of them into the uh, barricade. Burke is lying face down on the ground. Cruz steps on his wrist and land and looks around as we get cheers from the audience. He continues to stomp on his dominant hand over and over and over again. And and, and when he gets off, Burke's favoring his hand. And uh, crowd does. Uh, I'm sorry, crowd. Cruz does a uh, Samoan roll that he calls a Nigerian roll, followed by a standing moonsault. He pins one, two. Burke kicks out. Burke has Cruz in the German suplex position again. He runs towards the rope and rolls him up for the pin one, two. Before the ref can get to three, Burke Burke grabs the ropes and ref hits the final three. Crowd is booing as Burke pops up smiling and Cruz is in shock. The crowd is booing like crazy as he taps his head and says, "I never lose. This place will figure that out." And that's that's how it ends. Okay, so the match itself was a little underwhelming. Yeah. Um, I do like the Burke character. Like, it's it's different. And I really like the character you're doing with Apollo. Like, and that's always been Apollo's issue is he doesn't have a solid character. Yeah. Um, it's like the dynamic between the two. Um, I'm going to give this a four. Four, okay. Yeah, I was trying to do like the, like a, Kind of like a a woke a woke black man versus you know the the one that's acting a fool you know cooning out there acting a fool so trying to do that little dynamic at the same time also do the undefeated versus the underdog kind of thing and he 
and was about to beat him, but he cheated in the, to beat him. So he's doing anything possible to win. Yeah, I, I like the story for this. It kind of felt like a movie. Yeah. Uh, uh, I agree with them all. The match might be kind of underwhelming. Um, I'm going to give that a 3.5. 3.5, okay. Yeah, because it's supposed to end kind of abrupt. I don't want to say like abrupt because it's still like it's still a, a, a match match, but it's just supposed to have a. a, a See, there's no finisher. Nowhere. Like we're not seeing like the finisher get hit and he wins off that. We yeah. See the roll up finish. Yeah. yeah, he cheated. Yeah, he yeah, cheated he to win. Yeah. yeah, and I like the stuff with like the girlfriend and stuff like that. That was cool. Yeah, I like that thing. I like that you're doing that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to. Yeah, I was, I was trying to do something yeah. different with this book at verse. Uh, I, I like the backstory stuff you're doing. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It gives me um, what's that? Not GTA, the other one they did. Um, I can't think of the name of the that game. Um, Red Dead. No, it's Rockstar. Nope, it's Rockstar. It's like where you're the cop. I'll think of it. Oh, La Noir. Like it kind of oh. gives me La Noir vibes. Yeah, I played the first level and said this is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually it's pretty fire. <laughs> Okay, so um, did you rate? Yeah, you both rate it. Okay, so we see a security guard walk up on a parked car and knock on the driver's side window. He knocks on it, and we see Shelton Benjamin in the car waking up. Say, "Hey, you're trespassing. Move your car and squat someone somewhere else. Every day with you, you old tired bum." Shelton looks up and sees uh, Prince Kofi Mensa versus Bobo Brazil on the marquee. Shelton walks through the crowd as he sees Kofi climb um, climb the top rope and hits the senton bomb. The crowd goes crazy as Shelton looks around amazed. Kofi signals for the finisher. He uh, hits a cutter and pins for the one, two, three as the crowd boos. Kofi calls for the microphone. I'm putting the whole company on notice. I have been dominating for years with my father in DPW, and I plan on doing the same here in BOA. I've said it once, and I'll say it again. I will be champ. The crowd boos, and Kofi um, exits the ring and walks by the barricade. As he looks around this arena, um, he says, he says, I see there's no one on my level, no one with my athletic ability, no one. He looks at Shelton Benjamin. Oh, now that's now there's a familiar face. The ghost of wrestling's past. Is that the gold standard Shelton Benjamin? The crowd cheers. I did my charity work already this year. You need a couple more, you need a couple more bucks? Meet me after the show. I think I have some spare change for you. I'm just in my wrestling gear. You know how that is. But then again, you probably don't remember. I know it's been a while. That PTC money dried up, huh? Making uh Make a few bad investments. Let me stop. Let me stop talking to, to the help and get on with the show. So BOA, I'm happy to be the next one accepted into the Shad Gaspard tournament for the U.S. title. And the crowd boos as he walks out. Um, later on the night, um, Kofi is uh, on his. So my fault, my fault. the crowd boos as he walks away and he winks at Shelton. So week two, Kofi is on his wing on his way to the ring, and Teddy stops him and says. Listen, the viewers went crazy when we showed Shelton Benjamin on that screen. The fans love him and have been online discussing the possibilities of you and him going at it. So I reached out to him. He is he has his trial match tonight. You better hope he doesn't steal the show. He walks off laughing as, the, as Kofi's pissed. Shelton Benjamin puts on a classic match with Elix Skipper that steals the show displaying their athleticism. The match ends when Elix goes for a springboard spinning wheel kick and Shelton rolls out of the way. When, uh, when Elix pops back up, he's met with a pay dirt to screaming fans counting the one, two, three as he secures the pin for the win. And the crowd goes wild. Kofi is up next and displays a, his athleticism in a comeback victory against Odyssey Jones. He finishes uh, with a diving crossbody followed by a tornado kick that puts him out for the one, two, three. 
we get uh, we get an interview with Shelton Benjamin and Kofi Kingston about how they are currently the most underrated wrestlers on the roster. Shelton gets the news that he has been entered into the tournament. Kofi is told this mid-interview and goes off. This is bullshit. I have been going from brand to brand dominating. And meanwhile, this broke boy gets a title shot straight off the streets. This interview's done. He takes his earpiece off and tosses it. Week three, uh, Teddy Long announces that these two will have to fight each other to move forward in the tournament. Later that night, Shelton Benjamin comes out and says, I have been one of the most athletically gifted talents. I was in the same class as Lesnar, Orton, Cena, Batista. Now we know. Now, why is it that I never got the, the world title belt, huh? You know why, but we ain't going to get into that. I finally get my shot here, and I plan on taking full advantage of it. Because today, U.S. title, tomorrow, world title. I plan on putting a show, putting on a show with Prince Kofi Mensa. Prince Kofi comes out and says, so when does royalty heed to the likes of peasants? Do you think, do you think today was the day? Me? Against you? Ew. I don't want to get homeless on me. You're lucky I have to fight you to get to this, to this belt. I promise the fans don't want to see the next up against the fall off. He says, listen, Kofi, we're both two of the most athletic superstars to ever grace the, grace the stage. Don't want to get homeless on you. That was clever. But how am I going to fall off when there's no safety net and then no one to catch me? I'm jumping through the same hoops you are. I love, always love going against the odds. Just wait until I embarrass you in front of the millions at home and thousands in attendance when I hit the pay dirt and the ref counts to three. The crowd cheers as Shelton gets in his face and says, so why don't we make it interesting? Me and you give the fans a show, the Ghanaian Prince Kofi Mensa versus the gold standard Shelton Benjamin in an extreme rules match. And, and everybody's cheering after he says this. And um, he says, so what do you say? Kofi is closer and says, no. And the crowd boos the exits, the ring, and Kofi gets out and walks up the ramp. Week four, Kofi is standing in the middle of the ring in a suit. Shelton, you are beginning to piss me off. See, you think this is fantasy land where the world is heroes and villains. That shit isn't real. It's sharks and guppies. Kill or be killed. And I refuse to be killed. That's how I was taught as he continues to beat up on Moose. Um, Shelton, Shelton, uh, Shelton sprints out there to save Moose and Shelton and Kofi get into a swinging exchange. When Kofi is uh, about to get super kicked, he slides out the ring holding his head pissed off. Shelton grabs the mic and says, I was told I couldn't hack it. By not just you, there are plenty of others too, to the point where I believed it. Drifting off to obscurity. But let's be real, Kofi. You got a lot of learning to do. You don't learn, you don't learn unless you fail. You don't know me. Don't pretend to think you know me. You might hurt yourself. So Sunday, class is in session. So what do you say? Extreme rules? And the crowd's cheering even more. And then um, Kofi's like, Kofi nods his head and he walks out with a favor in his neck. And the crowd cheers as he drops the mic. So now we're at the event. Um, quick to back down by Braveheart's play. Kofi comes out in all black. Shelton Benjamin comes out in dark blue and silver and silver, but he's trolling Kofi as he walks out to welcome to jam rock playing by Damian Marley, making fun of Kofi for being Jamaican, another company. Um, Shelton uses his uh, wrestling background to take him down and continues to use this to get the advantage until Kofi elbows him in the face while Shelton is behind him, following it up with a bulldog that sends Kofi outside and Shelton face first to the bottom turnbuckle. Kofi climbs the top rope while Shelton is climbing the barricade and Kofi does a diving crossbody to Shelton as the crowd cheers and goes crazy. Shelton goes for a suicide dive, but Kofi on the apron does a leapfrog and sends Shelton flying and, and smacking against the uh, barricade. Shelton grabs a kendo stick and continuously cracks him in the back with it as the crowd chants yes with every hit. Shelton runs and jumps up, jumps right onto the top rope and does a belly-to-belly -belly suplex off the top. Um, at one point, Kofi does, goes for the Kofi cutter, but uh, Shelton shoves him off. He uh, hits a dragon whip and the fans cheer. 
Kofi goes for a springboard and uh, hits, and Shelton hits a super kick, similar to how he lost to HBK back in the day. He goes for the pin, one, two, Kofi kicks out. And um, Kofi does a running springboard crossbody to Shelton on the outside. Uh, at one point, Kofi hits the boom drop and signals for the tornado kick, but Shelton evades and hits a T-bone suplex. Crowley, he climbs the turnbuckle and hits a diving clo- clothesline, getting plenty of distance out of it as we see multiple replays of how far he went. Kofi hits a, I think it's called Coronico, Coronico uh, Buster, then uh, follows up with a jumping, running jumping back elbow that puts him down. Kofi hits an SOS, but Shelton kicks out at two. Kofi goes for a tornado kick, tornado kick, but Shelton evades it and hits a pay dirt. The crowd is screaming for him to cover him. He gets up stumbling and falls back into the falls back into the ropes. He, he looks at the turnbuckle. He gets up, uh, climbs it, and hits a 450 splash, something he hasn't done in years. He slowly crawls to him and pins for the one, two, three. The crowd cheers as he sits up and swings at the air in happiness. And that's the end right there. So for me, for this one, the match carries, and the story's not as strong on this one. Okay. Um, I feel like Kofi kind of fell into how we were talking about earlier about some of the characters feeling the same. I feel like Kofi here kind of felt that way. Okay. Um, he felt more like you than he felt like Kofi, I guess. See, um, I can understand that. With me, in my opinion, I felt that with Montez and um and Carmelo, Carmelo which was yeah. like, okay, I understand. I was like, I can understand these two can get. With this one, I was trying to be different. I, I was trying to do a little something yeah. different. I was trying to be like just royalty, and he felt right. like he was like, ugh, like he was disgusted yeah. by him. It was that kind I, of thing. I so will say, like, I the I, the um, I don't want to get homeless on me was a good bar, um, <laughs> but I feel like with this one, like there's not as like we didn't get as much of the flashbacks and stuff like that. Which obviously I don't not necessarily expecting on everyone. Well, but this one it wasn't really but, a flashback. It was just you saw Shelton Benjamin's current situation, and he's right. homeless, and he's trying to do what he can to try to like get back into the industry. Right. That's like yeah. His right now. Yeah, I think the right person won. Um, looks, I feel like this one. This was more match carrying than the story. Yeah. I'm gonna give this one a three point two five. Three point two five. Okay. Yeah. Can you repeat the finish real quick for me? Yeah, so the finish, um, he went for a tornado kick, but Shelton got out the way and then hit his hit the pay dirt because he said he called he was gonna beat him with the pay dirt. But then when he was like the crowd was like like was screaming for him to cover him, he was like looked like he was like walking back into the ropes, like uh, uh, and then he climbs the turnbuckle and then hits the 450 splash, something he hasn't done in years. And then he pinned like that that's back in OVW he hit that shit. So I think was the last time he did it. And then pinned for the one, two, three. And the crowd um, was cheering for him as he's like, like he's just like swinging at the air, like he's all happy because he won. Okay, I think I like this more than the moment, actually. Uh, I'm going to give this, I think it's an overall a good story. I like, I like the idea of like Sean Benjamin with the rags to riches kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give this four and a quarter. Four and a quarter? Okay. Okay. All right, so my co-main event right here, co-main event. So we see uh, Bianca Belair walking down the halls to cheers with the TCW Women's Championship belt over her shoulder. She knocks on the door and walks into Theodore Long's office. We see Teddy sitting in the seat, and he says, just in time, as Jay Cargill is, is in the chair, looking back, smiling with the DPW Women's Championship on her waist as Red Velvet standing next to her. Bianca says, excuse me, sir, and walks by Jay to get to her seat. Jay looks up and laughs as she's offended and is like holding back. Teddy says, I brought you two lovely ladies in front of 
I'm sorry, I brought you two lovely ladies in from your respective companies for a reason. I want to unify these titles at Survival of the Fittest. I feel like you two can bring the house down as if, as I've been watching you two dominate the competition in your companies. Let me start with you, Jade. You are undefeated. And you, Jade interrupts and says, I know what I've done. I was the one who, that was when I did it. Bianca, I say it's nice to meet you, but I'd be lying. She smirks and follows up with, you're not on my level. Teddy warns her and says, listen, Jade, you've been champ for a while now. This woman's different. She's a champ as well. She's dangerous. And she says, let me stop you there. You're over here talking about she's dangerous. I'm dangerous. Bianca says, you're talking to the right one at the wrong time. You're just mad because I'm everything that you wanted to be. You may have that belt on your shoulder, but you're no champion. They can rely on me. I put in the work and I can talk that shit. So so what? You beat uh, nobody's and got your streak up. You're undefeated. So what? I would be too if I fought who you fought. But I'm not gonna. I'm not going to just blame it on that. You don't match me skill wise either. So you're going to have to show me. And Jay says, so what you so what you going to take me to school? Just like a school already got the answers. I got this in the palm of my hands. You don't want to see me. You see the designer come out in. You see the queen come out and the aura is unheard of. My style is unmatched. Everything on me is dripped in gold. The belt, the clothes, the hair and the aura. Now, you, on the other hand, now you and your clothes got something in common. Just like the clothes you wear, you're getting knocked off. And she says, oh, so that's why you sew your own clothes. You can't afford it. I get it. You ain't getting money in your brand, huh? What did I, what did I strike a nerve? You like you're mad or are you just blushing? I understand if you're blushing. I would too if I was in front of my idol. I'm the champ for a reason. 32 stood in front of me. 32 went down. You're talking to someone who doesn't know what being pinned feels like. Bianca says, um, now you know what being on your back feels like. Don't forget you had to get in bed with Teddy to even get a shot. You wouldn't be shit if you didn't join up with him. That's how you got that belt in the first place. Jade gets up and uh, Bianca follows as they're face to face. Red Velvet is behind her smiling. And he yells, all right, all right now. This was, this was supposed to be professional. You two ladies can't do it. Then we're going to have to wait until it's survival of the fittest. Security comes in and uh, he says, security, come in here and escort these women out of my office. Week two, uh, Jade Cargo wrestles Trisha Dora and makes quick work of her. After the Jade in the three count, uh, Jay picks her up and hits a KOD and um, and wipes her hands off like this as Bianca's coming down. Bianca comes down and calls for Mike. She says, Jay, I'm trying really hard not to kick your ass all over this sellout arena here in AT&T Stadium. stadium. The crowd's cheering. I would love nothing more than to do that. So you keep trying me. And the ass kicking that you badly asking for is going to be brought to you. The crowd cheers as Jay gets closer. Jay gets in her face and says, you're not as bad as you think you are. Because if you were the one, if you were this fighting champion, why would you let someone like me invade your space, huh? Bianca smirks and J as Jade's testing her. Red Velvet smiles and is hyping her up. Jade says, huh? Is that what I'm supposed to be afraid of? Not only will I get in your face, I'm going to ask, what are you going to do? And uh, Bianca turns her head and starts swinging. And um, crowd cheers. They both are swinging on each other at the same time. Crowd is going crazy at the exchange. Teddy comes out and waits for security to break it up. They're both being pulled off each other. Jade breaks through and pump kicks Bianca as the crowd boos and she's favoring her eye now. Week three at the weigh-in, Bianca is prepared in her training bra and boy shorts, and she gets on the scale and is 165 pounds. The crowd cheers. As she's getting off the scale, we see someone come through the crowd in a black hoodie and track pants and sprint up and swing on her as the crowd all stand up. It's revealed to be Jay Cargo as she talks mess and gets escorted out, and security and EMTs are running towards Bianca to make sure she's all right. As she's being held back, she yells, it's open season on this whole division. I'm the true champ. As she's being escorted out, and she's still talking mess. Bianca's uh, getting picked back up. And Red Velvet, pissed off, jumps on Bianca at security, uh, pulls her off too, while Bianca's still swinging at the top of her head. Water bottles are being thrown at each other, and more security needs to be called as uh, Teddy shuts down the whole event. 
Week four, uh, Teddy Long pissed off, says, I'm sorry, BOA. I tried to do the right thing. I had them weigh in at different times because of the animosity between the two, ta- between the two talented superstars. I was trying to avoid confrontation for, before the big fight. And what happens? Jade takes matters into her own hands. And now we might not even have a match for the, you know, we might not have a match for the unification of the women's titles. Y'all may be entertained, but that's not good business. For her actions, I am hereby suspending Jay Cargo, and she will not compete in this women's title match. The crowd starts booing like crazy. Bianca interrupts and gets in front of the camera. We see underneath her eye is a little swollen. She's sorry, Teddy. I can't go. I got to get my lick back. I'm willing to let all that go. Give these people the fight they want to see. This is big. But do me a favor. Since Jay want to be a little bitch and sneak me, how, I, how about I do something real sneaky? A title match between me and Red Velvet tonight. Let y'all know firsthand I'm coming. They both come. Um, they both end up coming out, um, and on different sides of the ring, both uh, opposite sides of the ring. She says, "Try that now that I'm facing you and my back isn't turned." Red Velvet is freaking out, and um, she goes to run, but Bianca snatches her up and hits a brainbuster. But she has her up in the air for like a very long time, and then hits it, then picks her up for the jaded and um, and smiles, and then finishes it. The crowd loves it as she pins for the one, two, three. She snaps the camera, and brings it close to her face. Sunday, the queen gets dethroned. You hear me? The Jade Dynasty is no longer. Night of the event. Um, sound with night of the event, and we get the split screen of both enter the arena. Um, Bianca's coming in like in street clothes with glasses on, but you can still see the little bit of the shiner. And Jay's coming out in like a salmon colored uh Puma tracksuit. And then FNF by Glorilla plays, and Bianca Belair, Bianca Belair comes out in Miles Morales themed version of her attire displaying her belt. Then we hear Yes Sir by Chief Keith play, and Jay comes out in all gold. Five. <laughs> as the fans announce her as the queen of wrestling she comes out real cocky with her championship over her shoulder one fan does the praise taunt and she has security let let him over so he, so he can kiss her feet she gets on the apron as red velvet sits on the, on the middle feet. The yeah hey she's the queen uh. so <laughs> feed. so uh um she gets on the apron as red velvet um sits on the middle rope for her to get in and she flexes talking mess and still um and she ends up giving the belt to the ref so bell rings. Jay gets swung on immediately, followed by a, uh, a bunch of forearm shots. She goes for a lariat, but Jade big boots her arm out of the way and uh, goes for a running shoulder block. But Bianca's shoulder uh, block is stronger, sending Jay flying back, and she slides out of the ring, backing up into a corner of the barricade. The screaming fans behind her, she looks scared and shocked at Bianca's strength and determin- determination as Red Velvet consults her and points at her, points at Bianca, cussing her out. Um, Bianca tries to run and um, bounce off the ropes, but Red Velvet trips her up. And when Bianca turns around to cuss her out, she turns around to a stiff forearm that drops her on her butt. And Jade sprints back and hits a big boot. Uh, Bianca goes for a running crossbody, but Jade uh, turns into a tilt-to-whirl backbreaker. At one point, Bianca tosses Jade over the top rope, and Jade skins the cat. Looks like she's like hanging and lets go with one arm. And then she starts flexing with the uh, with the, with the one arm, and then and it goes back over. The crowd's going crazy over this. Jade sprints at Bianca, but Bianca whips her stomach with her hair, and Jade is in Jade is in pain. Jade has been over now, and Bianca keeps whipping her back with the uh, with the hair. She drops down on the ground, favoring her back. The crowd cheers as Bianca runs full speed and hits a handspring moonsault to lots of cheers. Uh, Jade goes for an old school. She jumps off and does a tornado DDT, but Bianca plants her feet before they land and turns into a northern light suplex. So the crowd goes wild. She pins for the one, two, and Jade barely kicks out. Jade Iris whips her out of the ring. Then Iris whips her um, again, making her hit knee first into the steps as she flips over. With the steps being out, Jade hits a crucifix bomb to Bianca right on top of the steel steps. Uh, Bianca goes for a 450 splash, but Jade gets out of the way. 
and Bianca lands on her feet, rolls and rolls. When she turns around, she gets hit with a pump kick out of nowhere as the crowd goes crazy. She pins for the one, two. Bianca barely kicks out of the crowd, barely kicks out as the crowd is letting out like deep breaths because they're just like, oh my gosh, like that was crazy at the um, at the near near close fall, uh, no near close pinfall. So Jade uh, leans back and has her tongue out. We sing the tongue out as the crowd boos. Camera zooms in on Bianca. And Bianca's nose is busted and blood's pouring down her face. Bianca um, hits Jade, but Jade kicks out at two. To her surprise, um, ringside, Red Velvet goes to hit Bianca with the belt, but gets super kicked and drops to her knees and falls over to her side. Bianca gets hyped, and so does the crowd. She backs up and runs full speed and kicks the steel, kicks off the steel post and hits a moonsault on the, on the Red Velvet. When Bianca is hurt on the apron, uh, Jade gets on the turnbuckle and grabs her from the line and does a, German, a deadlift German suplex that lifts her off the apron, over the turnbuckle, and into the ring as the crowd goes crazy. Bianca is hurt and is slow to get up. Um, Red Velvet has a chair and goes to hit Bianca, but Bianca super kicks it and the chair bounces off of Red Velvet's head and makes her turn around and fall into the turnbuckle. And Jade is slowly getting up and Bianca Iris whips her into Red Velvet's back. She picks them both up for a double KOD and she hits it and the crowd is going crazy, stomping their feet as she pins for the one, two, three. Bianca wins and she gets up crying, holding both belts. All right, finally. My time to be a hater has come. Okay. Um, I should turn on the accent for this. <laughs> well, I thought this was actually pretty generic in terms of the build. Like, okay. I, I, I thought that there wasn't much to be desired in the build. Like the, I didn't like the the, um, the way in fight. It, it, it just felt like it had all been done before. Like, Nothing well, this special. is this company is supposed to be more sports. It's supposed to be supposed to be more sports based. That's why it's kind of like these people talking their shit and then they get into the ring. It's supposed to be a little more sports based than than like wrestling. It's supposed to feel more like a sport than wrestling. Yeah. Well, uh, I I liked more of the other things where it was more story based, and I felt like this was just yeah. kind of it, it was just kind of there. Uh, and given the magnitude of the talent involved. I, I felt like this kind of fell short. Okay. Yeah, Bianca's the one with the talent. <laughs> I knew the was going like, like Jamie. <laughs> hey, J- Jade helped save Double or Nothing. We ain't hating on her no more. <laughs> no, I'm still hating. Touch grass, dork. Um, <laughs> anyways, I, I don't want to hate too hard. The match had some cool spots. Okay. So that's what's saving you here because I didn't like the story at all. <laughs> I hate this voice. Yeah, I hate it. <laughs> when he said that, I was gonna, I'm going to turn on the axe. I thought we were going to get another N word. I forgot I used the N word again. I forgot. I remember I used it in the first one, but it's been a bit since I read this. So I was like, oh shit, I did use it a couple more times. <laughs> I'm gonna give this a dollar seventy five. Dollar seventy five. I really didn't like it. Like, and and like a dollar fifty of that is from spots. So okay. I, I, I'm sorry, Kenneth. No, that's fine. So, that's fine. No, he's not. He's lying to you. <laughs> um. So I actually like the match. Okay. I also agree. I'm not a fan of the story, and I don't like your portrayal of Bianca. Because it just felt like it was just two versions of Jade facing each other. Oh, I was trying to be like Bianca. That was the kind of shit she was saying. <laughs> 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 she was saying. 
it just like I know you and Travis are on the side that like she's the ratchet, but I feel like more her gim not gimmick necessarily, but she's more like that black girl magic kind of character. That's what it was supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> but be. it came off. I guess just the way it came off more like they were both just ratchet, and I I <laughs> didn't like that. Also, didn't really care for the way like. I don't mind having the way in things like you kind of helped explain it the following week because I'm like, if they're weighing in, wouldn't she like just be there? But you explained yeah. it because you said they would weigh in at separate times. I get you were doing like the Nick Diaz. Was it Nick? No, was it Nick Diaz and Connor who threw water bottles at each other. And yeah, was, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like it's supposed to be a little bit of sparring. And also, yeah. weight don't matter for their match, aren't they? At like way different weights. Uh, they're probably about the same. Yeah, they're about the same. Uh, um, think at looking at them because Jade's so much taller and all that, and it has the same muscle mass, and you'd think Jade would be like a good twenty pounds bigger. Maybe. Um, but it wouldn't really matter for the women. Like, Sexist. there's not going to be a there's not going to be as many women. I'm not lying. There's not going to be as many women who are in that weight class or higher or in a yeah. higher than like the one fifty. There's not going to be that many. It's a, um, it's a ten pound weight difference between the two. Ten pound weight. Yeah. Difference. So, um, one forty, one fifty. That's what I'm like. like Jade Cargill's only one hundred fifty pounds. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's she only one hundred fifty God damn. Um. So I'm gonna give this, but like I said, I like the match. I didn't really love. I didn't love the storytelling. Like I said, with Bianca, it felt like just two versions of Jade. Yeah, um, it was hard. To, I think it was, in my opinion, it was hard to try to maintain that and still do the unification angle with this because I was trying right. to sell like it's a big like. Yeah, it just like, didn't feel like like Bianca didn't feel like I get you. She was the under like her best spot times are when she's like the underdog or like trying to o- overcome, and it felt like. I, I don't know how to explain. It just felt it felt like she was also being a bitch. Like they were both just being <laughs> assholes to each other. Like they're both being jerks. Like she like her first line was she called her the wrong gender. Like she's being a dick <laughs> too. <laughs> so yeah, I'm gonna give it a 2.75. 2.75, okay. Okay. All right. Here so, comes um, Chef O'Reilly versus Big Boss Man. <laughs> At the main event. The that would be wild. That would be wild. So, um, this is the main event right here. And uh, week one, MVP is seen praying on his prayer mat. There's a knock on the door from the ref. This is Montel. It's time. MVP nods his head. Yeah. We see him putting on his jewelry and grabbing a towel and lay it thrown over his shoulder. He walks out determined through the hallway. We see MVP from behind walking down the hallway. And he's just like, Whoosh. like he's getting ready. And then his music hits, and he lets out a breath, and he pulls the uh, curtain out to a roaring crowd. MVP goes out there to love as we see Willie Mack staring him down the ring as he had already entered. The ref holds the BOA World Championship belt up as the crowd cheer. The two go out, the two go at it in a hard-fought match, very back and forth. At the end, MVP hits the ball and elbow and is waiting for the corner. Is waiting in the corner to get an amped. Willie Mack is slow to get up, and we see MVP de- deliver a playmaker to um, cheers from the crowd. One, two, three. MVP is the winner. He gets up slow as the ref's handing him the belt. Tony Atlas comes out and interrupts MVP's moment. First BOA world champion. How does it feel? MVP raised the title high. 
and Alice looks at him and looks at the crowd and says, yeah, everyone give it up. Give it up for your world champion. MVP nods his head as he raised the title. Tony smirks and says, long live the king. So um, week two, we see um, a child flipping tires in the snow barefoot as his father watches on with his arms folding. The kid is looking fatigued and the kid's looking, uh, looks at the child. I'm sorry, the father looks at the child in disgust and, and as he seems like he's going to give up. Strength comes from within. Only in our critical moments are we either a combatant or a coward. What are you? And we see the kid uh, look at his father and it zooms in on his cold, blistered feet and he flips it again. We hear, what are you? As the tire is being flipped again and the shot uh, changes to the kid growing up to be Tony Atlas. But now by himself, heeding his father's words, still flipping tires. The scene cuts and um, Moose is waiting in the ring and Tony Atlas comes out. They announced that Moose is next in line for a title shot. Tony Atlas knows this and is destroying him. Tony um, and Atlas hits uh, a torture rack on Moose and lets go of him and drops him as Moose is slowly getting slowly getting back up. Atlas snarls and is getting set up in the corner to deliver his move. He runs full speed and spears spears Moose from behind as the crowd groans. He pins for the one, two, three. He gets up, raising his arm as the ref's trying to help raise it, and Atlas rips it away from him as he leaves the ring. Later that night, in the main event, MVP is going against Chris Bay. It's very back and forth, and midway through the match, we hear Tony Atlas' music hit. MVP on the offensive stops and looks on, and uh, Atlas walks walks by smirking and goes to the announcer's table and picks up a headset. He says, go back to your match. Don't mind me. MVP's starting to lose now that he's getting distracted by Atlas. The match ends when MVP has a series of, like, he starts getting a little, little comeback. He starts doing his comeback maneuvers and hits the player's boot and secures a pinfall victory for the um, for the win. Still eyeing Tony Atlas as Atlas gets up clapping. He takes his headset off and heads towards the ring. Security begin to swarm in the ring as the two get face-to-face. They both stare each other down as MVP says, I got this, I can take care of him. Security obliges as they back off a little, but are still close enough to stop a potential fight from happening. Tony says, whoa, killer, what's, up, what's with all the hostility? I just want to talk. MVP says, go ahead, talk, and puts the title over his shoulder. Alice says, I want to issue a challenge. We both are superior athletes. I want you. Let's fight right here, right now for that belt. MVP says, I just got done with my match. And he said, you want to take advantage of the fact that I'm too tired to fight me? You put the fact that too tired to fight me? Take advantage? Why would I do that? I just fought Moose earlier, too. No excuses. Give the fans what they want. MVP says, you'll get your match soon. I want to fight you at my best. Alice says, well, I'm impatient. You fight me right here, right now. What are you, huh? You pussy? You little bitch? Are you a coward? MVP smiles and as he knows he's being goaded into a fight. He says, I can send my woman out here. From what I'm seeing, she can put on a better, better performance than this champion we call Montel Vontavious Porter. See, it's little motherfuckers like you that give wrestling a bad name. MVP starts smiling as he's unimpressed. Montel, I am a warrior, a Mandingo warrior. My father's blood runs through me. His father's blood runs through him. I come from a history of warriors, and I will not forsake them as I will become world champion and will make BOA kneel before me. So if you value your value your life, it would be the smart thing to give up the belt now, as I am BOA's true champion and will destroy anyone that comes in my path. The longer I wait, the longer I torture you when I finally get my hands on you. MVP looks at him and says, give up the belt. Well, that's where I have a problem. This is the home that I built. And if you think I'm going to give it up to a tyrant, you're sadly mistaken. See, how I see it, you in my way. You my obstacle. And you're trying to make me look bad, and we can't have that. So what do we do? We go around that obstacle or break through said obstacle. And I don't go around shit. He gets in his face as the crowd cheers. No excuses. I don't want you to have any reason for the loss besides me putting you on your back. I'll be seeing you soon. MVP's music hits as he leaves the ring. Week three, Orlando Jordan is in a match with MVP. They get into a swingers change as the crowd cheers. 
MVP gets the upper hand and is swinging on him in the corner. MVP ends up winning with a roll-up pin as the crowd cheers. He's celebrating uh, victory when the Jumbotron changes to Tony in the back, setting up a camera. says, hey, Montel, now that I got your attention, watch this. Tony Atlas turns his back towards the camera and pees on his prayer mat and says, this is what I think of this mat. MVP leaves the ring, sprints backstage. The only mat that matters out there in front of a is a, is a out there in front of a sold out crowd, Montel. I am the Mandingo Warrior. I carry with me the spirits of thousands. My blood is royalty. I, I am a true fighter in that ring. So what? So do what you need to do because I am the only thing you need to be worried about. Security rushing rush as well as uh, MVP is at his angriest and is ripping through security trying to fight him. Atlas pushing through is doing the same. Re wrestlers have to come back there as well and hold them back as well as the show ends. And uh, week four. Tony Atlas is with his son, Robert Atlas. They stop by to see Tony's father, Aceta Akers. He's, uh, his father's clearly out of his mind, staring at a TV that's off. Tony scoffs and says, look at you, weak. Something you told me I couldn't be. I always called you crazy, but now you got dementia. Brain reduced to nothing. I wish you could see what I've become. I'll be more of a father than you ever were to me. I won't turn my back on my son like you did. I'll make sure I'm champion just to show you that I am a warrior. This will be the last time seeing you because next time I'm going to drop the belt off of your cold, dead carcass, you bastard. We see the, uh, the dad stop staring and look up at Tony. He says, even the devil started as an angel. One day, you'll be just like me. You're going to push your son to hating you if you're a real warrior. Then we'll see how right you are. He laughs uncontrollably as the scene ends. We come back to the arena, and there's a contract signing. MVP is already in the ring signing the contract. We're waiting on Tony Atlas. We hear hit a motherfucker play, and Tony comes out serious. And they both stare at each other down. The security is all over. And Teddy explains the rules, even not being able to touch each other um, until the pay-per-view. Tony grabs his microphone. First, they tried pinning me. Then they tried submitting me. They even tried knocking me out. But I just keep on winning. I am the last of a dying breed. Y'all hate me because I got hands for anyone. I didn't stop until I got my match. See, you can have the fame, the glamour, the bitches. I just want one thing, to be the best. You do realize that I want all the smoke and everything that comes with it. I told Tony to name the place and I'll put anyone they put in front of me away. He signs it and drops it and drops it, staring, staring him down. MVP grabs his own mic and says, and you do realize I'm the champion, right? I wasn't just given this opportunity. Where I'm from, there are participation awards. You got to earn it. I fought for everything in my life, Tony. I'm doing this for the people in attendance and the fans watching at home. I guarantee that I will put my body on the line to beat you. I got people looking up to me. I got people looking to take me out. And you think because you big and bad because you buff as hell, I'm supposed to be afraid? I wasn't supposed to be here, Tony. I was supposed to be rotting away cell in somebody's prison. Nine years. Nine and a half years I served. Nine and a half years, that's how much they took from me. I was supposed to serve a dub. Nine and a half years, Tony. I will never get that back. So you think because you want to pick a fight that I'm scared? I was locked away and forgotten about with killers and rapists. I go by my own code now. I live by the W. I lost, I learned, and I won. I throw the W up every chance I get, and that's why I'm here. He grabs the belt and stands on top of the announce table. Huh? You a fighter? A warrior? You the truth? You a wrestler? I'm going to make you work. I never said you weren't a good wrestler. I'm just saying you're not messing with me. By the time it's said and done, my face is going to be on top. It's going to be on that uh, wrestling Mount Rushmore. The things which are impossible with men are possible with God. I will do the impossible. Take you, take out a giant. Stomp you out to his butt of my shoes like Lil Nas X. So Sunday is me and you. Nothing but space and opportunity. We'll see who gets to win by any means necessary. He hops off and walks off as the crowd uh, cheers. Um, we're at the event and hit a motherfucker plays by three, six mafia. And, um, and uh, his manager, Malcolm Bivens is, is announcing him. 
as well. And then weighing in at 254 pounds of rock hard stature, standing at six foot two from Roanoke, Virginia, black Superman, Mr. USA, the man dingo warrior himself, Tony Atlas. Wait, and does uh, Bivens manage multiple people? Yes, yes, he manages multiple people. He's he's just pretty much like, you know, you got that like the evil lawyer who's always got like the evil like he's he's that kind of manager. He's always representing evil people. Gotcha. So, but he's not there as much for him as he is for um, Carmelo Hayes. Those like this two people he represents. Uh, MVP comes out and we hear turn up by two chains play as he walks out determined in blue as he has the belt over his shoulder. And the top at the top of the ramp, he rubs the uh, BOA snake logo at the top of the ramp. The match starts with them tying up, and Atlas overpowers him and throws him on his back. MVP rolls backwards and goes for the play of the day um, early, but Atlas slams him down and rests against the ropes. MVP gets back up and runs towards the ropes, but is met with a lariat. Atlas pissed off, says, you warmed up yet? Tony does a uh, black hole slam, but MVP kicks out at one when he tries to pin. And Tony, does, Tony goes for a torture rack, but MVP punches at the top of his head, and when he falls off, he, go, he does a sling blade. Tony goes for a lariat, but MVP drops to a knee to avoid it. MVP does a kitchen sink that flips Atlas forward. We hear the crowd roar as he slaps the mat with uh, both hands and finishes his taunt as Atlas gets up on the knee and MVP runs to the ropes and does a drive-by kick. MVP goes for a slingshot crossbody, but Tony hits a power slam that wows the crowd. Uh, Tony lifts MVP in a reverse fireman's carry and grabs him by the ankles and drives his feet into the top of his head over and over again as the crowd winces with each hit until the ref almost counts him out for disqualification and hits the... Um, because he was, he was going to pretty much be like, look, I fucked the rules. I'm going to stop this. Then he hits the uh, inverted Samoan drop, which is the accordion uh, rack drop. MVP um, uh, hits an exploder. Tony shrugs it off and gets back up quickly and hits an exploder of his own. As MVP is on the ground favoring his neck, Tony grabs him again. There's another exploder that sends him over the ropes. Tony has MVP in an electric chair and runs towards the turnbuckle and kicks off the middle turnbuckle and to get more air and does a, a devastating landing on MVP to complete the electric chair drop. Um, MVP clotheslines Tony over the rope. He goes for a suicide dive, but is met with a pedigree out of nowhere. Um, Tony continues to hit belly-to-belly suplexes outside of the ring. Tony rips um, everything off the top of the announce table and picks him up by his throat for a chokeslam, but MVP hits a DDT out of nowhere, sending him through the table. Um, one point, Tony says, playtime's over, and spears MVP through the barricade as the crowd is cheering. Uh, Tony picks, up, picks him up, but uh, MVP hits his gut several times. He gets up towards the bottom of the ramp. Um, he pulls out a chair and pushes Tony onto it, and MVP slides in the ring. There's a tope atomico, yeah, tope atomico to Tony on the outside. Um, MVP hits the players' boot to cheers from the crowd. He gets the pin. One, two. Alice kicks out barely um, before three as the crowd is going crazy thinking he had won it. But MVP rolls over exhausted. MVP does a running crossbody, but Tony turns into a swinging side slam. And at one point, Tony uh, gets up and says, this is the part where you lose in front of everyone as MVP is getting up. Alice charges at him, but MVP does a drop toe hold, leading him face first into a turnbuckle. Um, Tony holding his face. MVP slowly walks to the other end and, and goes for the player's boot. Alice grabs his foot and flips him backwards, and, and uh, he lays on the ground. Tony starts breathing uh, heavy, and MVP slows to get up. Tony sprints and runs, um, bounces off the ropes and spears MVP from behind. MVP is in excruciating pain. Tony rolls him over and pins for the one, two, three. Tony gets up from the pin. And as the crowd boos, he gets up on one knee as he's um, handed the belt. He gets up and puts the belt over his shoulder as he calls for the mic. He says, my father told me I could be anything I wanted as long as I'm the best at it. But this isn't about him. He trained me to be a warrior for years, and I didn't need him. Now you see me before you today. You're BOA world champion. 
All men are not created equal, and I am living proof of that. For I am a generational talent. These hands were made for destruction. And I will not rest until everybody knows that Tony Atlas is the one true champion. So do me a favor. Extend your pinky. Extend your thumb. Extend your motherfucking arm to the motherfucking sun. This is the beginning of a new era. He's breathing heavy as he stays like this until the BOA logo pops up on screen in the crowd and the show goes off. All right. Um, I'll, I'll be real. There were parts of this that I enjoy, particularly mm-hmm. the Tony Atlas and his dad stuff. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Um, I think that was the highlight. Everything else, however, I wasn't really feeling. Okay. Uh, I, I have a few reasons for this. I I think MVP was miscast. Uh, I, MVP is an underdog, babyface. Don't do it for me. Um, I thought like some of it was just distasteful, like the the, the pissing on the prayer mats. That's unnecessary. Like Tony Atlas is supposed he to be was- very serious. Like you know, like he seems like above that kind of. That seems like a little He's- bit like childish and comedic. Yeah, he was doing everything he could to get him to fight him. He was trying to piss him off to the point he was trying to fight him. He didn't care about none of that. He's like, I'm trying to fight you now. Like maybe it would have made more sense to have Bivens do that. Like. Because Tony Atlas was supposed to be like a hard nose, like serious type of guy, and that's like something like Bam Margera would do to somebody. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I see that. So I wasn't feeling that segment. Um, and I or felt, like if you had like, sorry, cut you off, but no, if good. like you had like MVPs, like his um his imam, like there, and they beat the shit out of the imam or something, mm-hmm. like I think that would have hit better. Okay. He was just trying to get him to that point, kind of like Clever Lang style. He was just trying to be yeah. like, look, I'm trying to do anything I can to fight you. It's supposed to be like that. I think the rap person won because uh, I didn't feel like this MVP world title reign and character had much wheels to it. Uh, I, I feel I, – I don't know. I just wouldn't – that wouldn't be how I pushed MVP in the main event. Uh, but – I liked it a little bit better than the last match, just on the merit of being more original. Okay. I'm going to give this Travis mid 2.5. 2.5, okay. Okay. So I agree with what John said. Like, some of those things felt silly. Like, I I hated, I'm going to be honest, I hated the end when he puts the pinky up and st- shit like that. That felt yeah. very silly. That felt more like a. This is taunt. This is taunt. Yeah. He, he just he kind of yeah. up slow like that. Yeah, that feels more like a King Booker thing than it does a serious character. Because when like the way you portrayed Tony Atlas, I feel like he eats nothing but like Wheaties and like um like grits and like nothing but like steak bland, like steak like meat he's a man he's a meat and potatoes he's a man he's a man and for him to be like putting his pinky up felt weird like it didn't feel it's just like, small it's just it's all yeah, it's like, it didn't feel like it was in character and i agree with the prayer thing like like i said the imam being beat up or something with it or even like you said bivens doing the peeing on it would have i think hit better um yeah and i also agree mvp is the side character here i really did like the stuff with his dad um i also would have liked if if you had like a part in the match where like 
he loses it and like is starting to beat him down and like kind of has like a flashback of like his dad or something like and like I, because you said it's not live like i feel like you could have like spliced that in kind of there's just you'll see more, you'll see more. <laughs> okay. there's, there's yeah there's there's okay. lots of stuff of it um this is just the introduction I'm, in, so I'm, not, I'm not yeah i'm not dinging you or anything for that part that's just a, a creative idea i think you could go with it um oh, yeah, yeah. so you're gonna see a lot more like flashbacks yeah. shit like that it's just like i said it's just i'm trying to introduce the characters and you'll see right. like, he's not yeah. he's not the typical villain he's the right i would do anything to whoop your ass like and i would go to any measure to to get you to fight me right um and this is like probably the first time in history i've ever liked tony atlas <laughs> um, but like yeah like his character is like he yeah like i said he eats nothing but shredded wheat and not even like the with the frosted shredded wheat just straight nope. up shredded wheat no, no milk sugar, no milk just <laughs> no straight milk. up shredded meat <laughs> this is a man this is a man this, this, this is the man. Put, he puts he water in his fucking cereal <laughs> <laughs> no he don't do that he just bite he eats he eats captain crunch with no milk Nothing. Not, Captain Crunch got too milk. much color to it. Like his <laughs> Cheerios. No, like, not the cranberries. Just original Captain. <laughs> <laughs> when he's feeling, when he's feeling like spicy, he eats he eats honey nut Cheerios. Like that's a, <laughs> that's him going crazy. That's a wild day. That's his him. cheat day meal. <laughs> day meal. Yeah, this is a man right here. Right. Uh, but yeah, I like the character. Did I give a grade yet? No, no you didn't do it. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna give you a 3.75. Okay. Because I really like the character and the match was good. Like I said, some of the things, like it's not perfect, but I, I like the direction you're going with it. I'm assuming the rest of the tournament's like on the next few shows for the next show. Yeah, it'll be so it'll be look semifinals, then the final yeah, semifinals, next one, and then the actual finals, and then they get their shot. Okay. Who's the US champ again? Um, it's Orlando Jordan right now. Okay, damn all this to face Orlando Jordan. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just never, I just never announced it because, because we don't get into that later on. You, but. you got like eight like god tier wrestlers fighting to face Orlando Jordan. <laughs> I thought you would like Orlando Jordan be champion. <laughs> Orlando Jordan's respected here. No, I, I like him okay, but like, look at the pool of guys trying to fight him. Like, it's really lopsided. Hey, Orlando Jordan's that dude. <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spin the wheel real quick. Oh yeah, I forgot about the wheel. Yeah, I'm gonna spin the wheel real quick. No, we gotta bring it up on this screen. Did you bring it up? Oh, didn't mean to full screen it. I forgot how they fucking use this thing. There we go. We'll go with that. All right. <sighs> I gotta do three of these bad boys. You you doing three spins? Yeah, I it's three spins. Yeah, it's three spins. Magazine cover. So you add a dollar. No, 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 no. Uh, 50 cents. 50 cents oh, from the lowest score. And it's going to be who's on the magazine? I hope nobody gets fired or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was going to so JTG. I, it, was, it was close to Angela Dawkins, fresh off having an incident <laughs> with his wife. <laughs> he gets on a magazine cover. Prisoners Daily. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, somebody's gonna oh. retire. We're gonna retire. Someone oh, lost their fuck. smile. Tony Atlas retires. Oh, that will fuck me up. Keith Lee. 
Okay. Yeah, he's like 80 years old anyway. <laughs> <laughs> when did you draft Kim Kardashian? <laughs> At the very end. <laughs> About the time game. when I drafted Tim. <laughs> yeah, I lost Keith Lee, man. That's some shit. I had some big for him, too. Oh, my. Two retirees? So, major injury. This person's retiring. Damn, this is... <laughs> some shit. The wheel is racist. JTG. Oh, oh, so he gets on the magazine and then it's also <laughs> that I do could blend them together. Like it's a retirement home magazine. I'm trying to think. <laughs> so I gotta stop you. So can can I use them next show? I know he's retired, but can I use him again next show? Or, or I, yeah, I guess again? you could use him in the next show. I would say you could use him in the next show, but he, he has, has to retire, retire at some he has to retire point. Right. He has to retire <laughs> at some point from a major injury. I got it, Kenny. Keith Lee versus JTG in a career versus career match. And then it goes <laughs> to a double, double knockout. <laughs> One gets injured, the other one loses their smile. <laughs> like, oh, so Keith Lee... Like, just gets knocked out by an actual move for the 10 count. He's the scripted loser. Then JTG tears his ACL and can't get up. So they both lose the count. Damn, that's some shit. I really lost two people. And I got JTG twice somehow. Like, I got him twice. Unless you, you want to take, take, take the risk and you, we'll let you respin the person. I keep what I got. <laughs> I keep what I got. I can't afford to lose the money. <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to have JTG do the match of his life and get injured. Oh, God. Damn. That sucks. <laughs> like, that yeah. got me he, just, he just got on a magazine. We're going to have, like, no <laughs> rosters by the end of it. That's some shit. I think three is too many. I think it should be two. Three is perfect. Fighting for this. enough. <laughs> yeah, I think don't, be a, don't be a bitch. I am uh, a bitch. <laughs> time Lose for my damn roster. I am too. <laughs> yeah, my 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 company. They I got to take Twitter away. You might not have a company anymore. You might have a, you might have a tag team versus another tag team, but that's it. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I got to take their Twitter handles away. I got to do like WWE yeah. did with Twitch. Be like, y'all can't use this anymore. Like, Wait, who they take it from? When they no, took he... away when who me or WWE? WWE. Oh, back in like. When was it? It was like 2020 ish. They started like saying like you can't do Twitch anymore. Oh, yeah. And, but the now they can't. They, they, have an, they have an agreement with Twitch now. They need to say like to I gotta Twitter. do it with Twitter because like this the second show in a row where someone said in something inappropriate. <laughs> Twitter. Hey, you about to have to sign Taboo <laughs> on? You know he's known for his <laughs> kind-hearted tweets. Yeah, I know, right? Nice pock and Sabu. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, I love it. I I pop for that match. Five dollars. <laughs> uh, plugs, bad guy. Um, you catch me on all social medias at Bad Guy Spoken. Um, you can check out the um Bad Guy Spoken podcast at you on YouTube. Check out the football podcast, Unbiased, also on YouTube, and um, you can check out Hood Movie Review, also on YouTube. We review Hood movies, John. Well. If you want to catch more hate and ass behavior in Southern tomfoolery, you can go to twitter.com and search for at Lil X Fudge. And there you can find some hate and ass behavior. And that's it. Okay. Fuck you. Uh, you can follow me 
personally at dumb money t13 that's d-a-m-o-n-e-y-t-1-3 on twitter and tiktok um they gave me i have access to the book at twitter now so i've been tweet i tweeted through the weekend i've tweeted for double or nothing and for um night of champions i haven't watched the nxt show yet but i'm gonna be using the that twitter account semi-regularly to tweet about wrestling shit so make sure you follow the book at twitter as well you can also follow all the shit we do here at t13 at t13media.com it's t the number one three spelled out media.com you can uh also buy merch uh you can also should rate and review us on um spotify apple all that stuff unless it's not a five because you know the golden rule it's five or fuck off um but that's been this episode of book it see ya bye i didn't have the thing ready (laughs) (laughs) see ya Bye.